Mike, turn your games down. Hi, welcome to another movie episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hilberton, and who's getting upset because they were, they're not a master with me tonight? I am the Senate, Carrie Chandler Carusetta on Twitch. <laughs> I am Peter. This is where the fun begins. Bingham Pancrats. <laughs> at PeterBP on Twitter. And also the author of The Fifth Civilization, which I've read 200 pages of so far. Yes, indeed. Because I apparently Sci-fi. cannot read a book in my house unless there's pictures in it. And there's no pictures in your book, sir. <laughs> there's a picture on the cover. I think that counts. I guess it's not in it, but it should be enough to get you through it. <laughs> it's good. I've enjoyed it. I just can't read, apparently, when I'm not ho- when I'm home. So I'll do a graphic novel someday. Then you okay. I'm all on board. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, to even, I went a little off topic. So we made a joke that, on an episode that came out before this that we were talking about, that I want to say to you, Peter, since you're here, we were talking about Shadow Complex. We were talking about Orson Scott Card. I'm like, I can't read Ender's Game until, you know, I can't read a book from a freaking bigot until I read a, you know, a great book that I have sitting next to me. I haven't finished it. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a joke. It's an honorable, uh, honorable comparison. Oh, he's a piece of shit, but which is too I mean, what I mean is <laughs> not comparison. It's an honorable, honorable thought. I don't want to be compared to Orson Scott <laughs> No, nobody, you know, the guy, ugh. But I, I kept getting, like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, but join now. But we are here to talk about Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith that came out in 2005. Damn. 2005. It's almost one year old. A long time ago. 18 years. That is a long time. It was a different cool. Star Wars era. A completely different era. <laughs> Very different Star Wars era. I've been listening to a podcast that I'm listening to old episodes of a, uh, a podcast from 2009. And they're like the episode I just listened to today. They're talking about how Disney is buying Marvel, and they're talking about what's that going to be like. You know, they're they're and they're like talking about like yeah, there's there's never going to be an Avengers movie. You know, Disney won't do that. There'll never be an Avengers. They're just like convinced there'll never be an Avengers movie unless it's made by Pixar. So, oh man, <laughs> what a what a time capsule of an era. It is. It's it's a whole it's a whole other era of time. Oh, <laughs> so I you actually. No, I never saw on. this in you, theaters. You never did? No, I skipped it. I, was, I didn't see the second movie either. I, I saw both of them on like DVD at some point. Okay. I was still drinking the Kool-Aid. I, I saw this in the theater. I was 22 years old. And it was the first one where I was like, ah, I don't know about this one. When I saw <laughs> it in the theater. Like, I, I, I loved Phantom Menace when I saw it when I was 17. I loved you know, Attack of the Clones when I was like 19 or whatever. But then, yeah, this one, 22, I was like, maybe I'm too old for Star Wars. I don't know. No, it's just the movie. It's not you. Interesting. Just, I saw it. I saw it opening day. And I remember, I think I had the opposite. I was like, finally, a good Star Wars movie after a while. I was oh, really, I was still young <laughs> in high school, but I, I could. But I that, feel like that's I the way I feel like, this time. <laughs> yeah. So I just had the complete opposite progression of you. It's not yeah. a bad movie. I just have issues with it, but it's... Oh, for sure. It's entertaining. I, I think it's by far the best of the three, but yeah. I know you like Phantom Menace a lot. I really but. like that. <laughs> well, you, and we know people that have been listening to us on here know that we all found things that we enjoyed with Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Right. So we didn't sit and hate on them as much as people probably expected, but I like this one more than either of those. Um, I had problems with it, a lot of problems with it. And I also felt like a lot of it was really fixable. Like it didn't, it felt like fundamentally at its core, a, a solvable movie. Yeah. I I think that's kind of the tragedy of it is that if it just been a couple 
you know, a little bit more effort was put into it. It could have been stupendous, but it was not. You know, I mean, even definitely, even, even as much as I like it, I I know that it's it's definitely very flawed in many ways. Like, because like in between this, because we watched Hack of Clones, and I finally watched Tark- Tarkowski's Clone Wars. Like, I have a more appreciation for a couple things in this movie that make more sense now because I watched that that show that at the time was canon. Yeah, like the part, there were Go two ahead. things that hit yeah. me. One, you know, the fact that you know how Chancellor Palpatine was kidnapped because you saw it in the cartoon. Right. And the other part is that you know that they were sent far away for a while because he makes a comment when he sees Padme. And he's like, I haven't seen you in so long. And I guess it never registered. But after watching that cartoon, I'm like, OK, yeah, because they were sent off to the far reaches. And they're, you know, like it just made a little bit it made things make a little bit more sense. And I was OK. I like that. I mean, they're yeah. small things. And, and also it introduced uh, General Grievous instead of you just being, oh, here's Gen- here's a guy. He's he looks like a droid, but he's not a droid because he's walking around coughing and shit. Cool. And the right? fact but the that- cartoon like actually introduces <laughs> him and we get to see we get to see him fight and get to see how he got his lightsabers and how yeah. we know that he's trained and all that. It just it is weird. It really felt like this movie thought that people watched that cartoon and. I remember I did watch a little bit of that cartoon and it was really hard to find. Like you just had to happen to be watching Cartoon Network when it came right. on in between other yeah. stuff. But I, I think it improves this movie in a small way. Like I, yeah. I enjoy majority of this movie. I only have one complaint. It was my complaint that I had for almost 20 years now is I don't like the change. I don't like what pushes them over. Because the more, like, yes, the Clone Wars things and all that, like, you can see he's already always leaning towards the dark side and there's more Palpatine. But as a movie standalone, you know, or even just comparing to the movies, it, like, it, it's just not a good enough motive. And you could easily make it a better motive. You could easily change a couple things, and I would think this movie is great. And that's yeah. what upsets me. Yeah, totally. Because it's like, his his reasoning for becoming Vader and doing it is, I mean, yes, you, you see Palpatine doing his machinations and you see him you know, like, oh, you should be on the console knowing exactly what that's going to trigger. You have the thing of him telling you the tragedy of Darth Plagueis. Like, you can see him, you know, manipulating Anakin, but, like, it's just, it's still not enough. Like, his reasoning, like, okay, his whole reason is supposed to be, like, I always thought this until I rewatched the movie, is that Padme's going to die because he had a nightmare, which I'm pretty sure Palpatine gave him, and yeah. that's why he joins them. But at the same time, once he starts killing them, it's like, there's no mention of Padme until the end. He's like, ah, who cares about Padme? I'm busy, you know. They, the Jedi are evil! Like, he doesn't even care about her. That's how I feel. I don't know that he doesn't care about her. It just, it, it, it's kind of, it's, it's, he goes from, I want to save Padme to, okay, I'm going to murder children, like, so fast. So, so quickly. It's such an abrupt change. And the thing is, he goes, he goes to Mace Windu saying, we need to arrest Palpatine. And he goes from that to killing Mace Windu or helping kill Mace Windu and then murdering a bunch of children. Yeah, it's in the course of like two hours in movie movie time. Yeah, it's just it's too much. And his reasoning for killing Mace Windu is because they're going to kill him. And he's like, well, I need the secret of how to you know, keep her alive. It's like, it's just, it just bothers me a lot. Yeah. I don't think I quite understood that watching it 20, 20 or 18 years ago that his, that he still wanted to capture Palpatine. He just, he didn't want him. He wanted him taken alive so that he could question him about the secret to immortality or whatever. Yeah. But it's also, it's like, this is the, I mean, I know it's the past, but it's pretty futuristic. Like he couldn't maybe just have, have, I don't know how Pat may see a doctor or something. Well, <laughs> we'll get into that at the end, you know. 
yeah. people losing wills to live and things like that. Various yeah. it's, there's so many little things they could have done to make it better. Well, and, and another thing is that it's supposed to be this like tragic fall from like noble Jedi to, you know, Sith. But it's more just like whiny asshole to murderous asshole. Like yeah. he doesn't he's never good for more than like, you know, a, you know, 30 seconds at a time. And like I was telling I was talking to my wife about it. She like because one of the things I'm like, wouldn't pad me. It's like, he, you kill the young lean Anakin. She's like, well, yeah, he killed kids. I'm like, kill kids before. She didn't care then. I love you. Let's get married. You child murderer. Like, <laughs> well, yes. I mean, yeah. as long as they're non-human kids. It's, yeah. No, so, yeah, those were those were basically Native Americans. So, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Fine. She is a queen. Right. <laughs> you're not. Yeah, unfortunately, you're not wrong. Former queen. <laughs> She's a senator now. Sorry. No. She, I mean, she, was, just, she was elected queen, whatever that means. This <laughs> film does, on its own, it does suffer from what Attack of the Clones introduced, which suffers from what pa- Phantom Menace. I almost call it Phantom of the Opera. Phantom Menace introduced. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard. Even even if this was done well, I'd still have to, you know, reconcile with what happened in Attack of the Clones. We, we weren't in the era where every Star Wars film negates the previous Star Wars film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, they should have just had J.J. Abrams come in and go, no, forget right. everything. Forget all that. He was actually really beloved. He was a hero to everybody. He was never a jerk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there were good there were good scenes. It's just that that change. Just, I mean, it's bothered me before, and it always has bothered me, so I had to start with it just to get it out of the way. Right. Like, I just don't like the way he changes. I mean, there's just not enough. And, like, also a meme hurt this movie for me, too, which I, I got to elaborate now on. Because like I never thought about it. When he goes to kill Dooku in in the first part, there's enough time between the point where he takes those lightsabers and cuts off his head for Dooku to say anything to be like, yeah, he's not who you think he is. Like something. Yeah. And like I didn't think about it, but when I saw the meme that said, "You do know he's a Sith Lord." He, check him. He has a lightsaber. Like any little. I mean, he doesn't say nothing. He doesn't try to talk himself out of it. He doesn't. And all of a sudden, you hear Palpatine go from you know the normal voice to do it. Like you know he he becomes. Yeah. Like, he changes, and nothing, and he's like, okay, cool, kill. Right, and then he feels really bad about it. And then, for, But it's, for a it's really, bit. it's it's everybody is stupid around Palpatine for the whole trilogy. Yeah. He's like, he's clearly the bad guy from, like, five minutes into his first scene in Phantom Menace. He's clearly bad. Like, he's cartoon villain bad. And I, I think it comes down to that, you know, this was made for children, except... We have, you know, children being murdered and stuff, but it's ostensibly made for children. So it's not it's not being super like logic. It's, it's being over the top. Like Palpatine yeah. is over the freaking top. And I mean, Yoda is around him, doesn't notice that he can't sense his emotions, doesn't yeah. notice that he can't sense his thoughts at all. Do, you know, I don't know, can't sense that he's holding a lightsaber. I mean, I don't I don't know, like is as in tune with things as Yoda is. He doesn't notice anything is off. Hey, he can only sense people dying galaxies away, or maybe not yeah. galaxies, but like you know, another you know, planets away. He cannot sense somebody on the same planet, you know, or right in the he, same he room. He can sense Anakin being in pain from across the galaxy in the outer room. When, whenever Anakin, whenever Anakin's mom dies, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and they never really reconcile with that as a failure. I think at one point Yoda says, "I failed," or something along those lines, but they never really say, "How could I have not seen this?" No one yeah. ever says he's been there the whole time. They're just Yoda, like, well, I guess he was just this, a Sith. Well, and Yoda tries to kill the Emperor yeah, and fails, but not, you know, spectacularly. He just, you know, they have a good fight and he gets bested. 
And then he's like, he just tells Jimmy Smits, I have failed. It is time to go into exile. It's like, wait, what? (laughs) That's it? You tried once and it's like, all right, well, better just let the galaxy be enslaved for 20 years. Yeah, it's it's like it had to fit the Empire Strikes Back. Like he had to get a reason. I was like, well, better go into exile immediately. And it's like you have Jimmy Smits. You could go off and organize a counterattack or something, you know? Yeah. I know all the Jedi are gone, but, you know, maybe some of them are survived. Some of them are survived. Uh, it just, it just the point is just it has to retroactively fit what's already established. So it makes it very right. sudden and forced. This is the I mean, we talked about this in, in our Phantom Menace podcast. This is the yeah. entire problem with prequels. Yeah. Because yeah. you're starting off with the ending already preordained and you're yeah. building a movie backwards and it is going to hurt the story. I don't think any prequel is ever going to work that well. No. Honestly, for any any tro- any movie series. Not unless yeah. you dive far enough away as a prequel. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's what you do. You have to do, like, the Silmarillion. You have to just go, like, five, <laughs> you know, 50,000 or, or keeping it with Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic. Let's go. Knights of the Old Republic oh. is taking place 50,000 years before Star Wars. 50,000 years. So, or, or isn't it 50,000? I mean, I think that's what it is. It's an insanely it's far back like amount of time. And so then it can fit fine. It has a very good story. It has a better story than any Star Wars movie since 1983. <laughs> and, and it's and a, video, it's a my... damn video game <laughs> that has to have all this video game bullshit in it. <laughs> and again, it's just like such little things could have altered it. Like, even though I, you know, I absorbed so much knowledge of Star Wars and I've tried to absorb so much knowledge. It still is just it still doesn't make it good. Like I was thinking going back to this movie after watching all the Clone Wars, watching Tarkovsky's Clone Wars, like. It's still just too sudden. No matter what they do, they can't. You can't make it look good in this movie. To me, not in this it movie. Doesn't... No, I think the Clone Wars, um, the the CG Clone Wars series, does a pretty does a better job. It does. I mean, there's parts where I he think has that's to really maybe that's future. what can work with a prequel as a series where you can deep dive and really explore things. Maybe that's what works. Yeah. You know? I don't know. They're just they're just it just bothers me so much about everything with the change and the way his attitude gets and it's just like it felt like there was too much of it after he turns about i hate the jedi and just i mean like he forgets about padme because he's so angry at the jedi yeah i don't know it's just it just doesn't work for me i'll talk about what i like i do like the opening i do like uh, (laughs) if we can go there the cold open i do like well we finally have a, a war in star wars we've had two movies with star battles and the last movie, the war starts at the very end. But, you know, finally we get the Star Wars we've been hoping for. And so I like that we get a little bit of the Clone Wars. If you didn't watch the, you know, comedy set or the Cartoon Network series, you wouldn't have seen any of the Clone Wars. And this right. you at least get a little bit of it here at the opening. It's good. Yeah, I, I will say, you know, I do like it. I It does have it does go on a little bit too long. It has too many little adventures. But for the most part, I think it's a good way to open this movie. It's pretty banging. I did laugh yeah. that you keep seeing Tamora Morrison die. Yeah, <laughs> right. over and over again. And then <laughs> yeah, Anakin goes back to save, to save, is it, Co- who does he go back to save? Is it Cody or Rex? Because Rex wasn't in invented yet. Yeah, Rex hadn't been invented yet, so it's Cody. He yeah, like I think flies back to, to rescue him. And then I, I like Obi-Wan's like, oh, you know, they're, they're doing their job. It's pretty much like they're expendable. They don't matter because <laughs> they're clones. Yeah. Yeah. Did well, we, that, I mean, yeah. Did we see Anakin fly or anything in Attack of the Clones? I don't really, other than the land speeder or the, the Coruscant speeder. 
Because he's supposed to be the best star pilot in the galaxy. And this is the only time I think where he's really piloting a starship. Yeah, we don't see anything. Well, we saw him do it as a Phantom Menace. I'll try spinning. That's a new trick. Oh, well, yes. (laughs) Very loose definition of the best star pilot in the galaxy is he accidentally blew up a ship, but. (laughs) (laughs) And he did a barrel roll. At least we get to see him do some fancy moves. Although Obi-Wan's not a bad pilot either. No, Obi-Wan's doing great. (laughs) Yeah. It's really kind of a toss up. But that that opening is a really good opening. It, especially if you watch. I think it's a little too busy, honestly. But it's, yeah, there's a lot going on. It's, it's hard yeah. to tell what's what. The buzz droids, you know, it's kind of like, OK, we had that adventure. It, they take them a long time to get to the General Grievous's ship. It's like 10 minutes of flying. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then on General Grievous's ship, there's too many little quirky adventures like the First of all, they call turbo lifts elevators, which is really off-putting for me. <laughs> uh, so that's a very they, American they, term. Do they call them turbo lifts in Star Wars? I know they do in Star Trek. Or they, um, they, they call they them. Call, oh, what do they call them? No, um, they call them. They they don't call them um, elevators. That's for sure. Yeah, they don't call them elevators. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, I think they call them lifts. But anyway, yeah, they they do this that. Be I, fine. There's there's a whole thing where they get in. It's like, did you press a button? No, did you? Yeah, <laughs> it's in, or like when Anakin goes up on top and then he drops back down and Obi Wan nearly cuts him in half. And yeah, it's just and in see in R two D two having his little slapstick with the super battle droids. Yeah, and squirting oil all over them and then setting them on fire with his rocket engines. Yeah, it's the pacing is really off there because it seems like they have a sense of urgency and then they keep getting these funny scrapes which. I guess it's a kid's movie, you know, you're supposed to laugh that all the droids say Roger Roger all the time, but it's like, come on. Let's yeah, get to, they're, just, let's get they're to, not let's get threatening to... at all. That's that's really yeah. the problem with the battle droids in general, even the super battle droids, which should be threatening. They're not threatening because they're just there for com- com- comedic relief. Yeah. And in Phantom but, Menace, they were kind of threatening. At the at least they were had they made an effort to make them threatening. In this movie, they're just, oh, oh uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, we see them straight, you know, kill some Jedi on the Battle of Geonosis. So, yeah, you know, there's I mean, droids can fight like they're not as useless as this movie tries. Like you're right. yeah, tries to show at times like they're yeah. they're definitely more powerful than that. Apparently they are. Well, this movie doesn't really for matter what of... happens in a cartoon or a comic book. <laughs> right. Well, that too. Yeah, what I mean, more games. But just in general, like just looking at like one and two, I mean the droids are. I mean destroyer droids are still frightening. Like when they run into dro- destroyer droids, they still run. They still leave. No, they're it's not very fast. Yeah, they still leave them. Yeah. They don't fight them. They do. Yeah, they do run from. Yeah, because they have shields, so they can't reflect their their things yeah. back on them. No, you got to toss a grenade in slowly. I, I I do actually. Yeah, I like the beginning of the movie. Uh, other than this stuff, um, I like the fight with Dooku is pretty good. It is. Um, you know the when uh, Christopher Lee flips down to them, and it's like. Could y'all not have had a stuntman do that and do an actual <laughs> flip? Like that's that's one of my biggest problems with the prequels, but especially the second and third movie, and this one more more than any of them is the just absolute lack of any practical anything. It's just so much great. Like they they look they are clearly not on a set for almost this entire movie. Yeah, they're in like I, a giant green room for almost the entire movie, and it shows. That is a huge problem with the with the prequels in general, especially the the second two movies where they didn't do any real filming in any locations. Like it was all filmed in like an Australian studio with green screen. Yeah. And the thing is, is that again, have a stuntman do a little front (laughs) flip off the balcony and it would have looked really cool. I mean, I mean, that's what they do now with the with like the Marvel movies. 
they have yeah. stuntmen that do flips and have cables and stuff, wire wire work. And they could do that back then. I mean, we had seen the Matrix. Yeah. It was just the timing, right? I think, where everything had to be computer generated just because that was cooler. Well, but I mean, it's yeah, but it's we're only six years after the Matrix, which had all this practical effects. Mm. All, it was blending of green screen and practical until effects. the second movie. That was, I mean, that was Lucas's yes. big thing though for a long time. Yeah. He was like, "Well, why we don't need to worry about all that stuff? We can do it all digitally." And he was a big proponent of that. Yeah, and so the movies are very reflective of that. And he thought it was cool. He thought it was the shit. It was like, look what I could do. I could do all this stuff. <laughs> Isn't everybody gonna? And this is how the movies are always gonna be made. Pretty soon, and we won't right even need actors. Yeah. He was right in the point. I think there's been a backlash since then. Yeah, yeah. big time. Yeah. I like but the still, the fight is good. The fight is good. The way Palpatine is foreshadowed, he's in the big chair, he swivels around. It's and... very it's very much the throne room like without the steps. It even has those right. little like circular like control panel like rings. Yeah. I, I liked it. It's a, it's a nice callback. Mm-hmm. It's very much, you know, whenever they it's... foreshadow Palpatine's rise, it's kind of cool. It's too brightly lit. Would have looked better if it was dark, but yeah, it's good. I don't know what purpose that room serves on that ship, but it's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, look, why does Palpatine in the Return of the Jedi? Why does Palpatine have his throne room right above the reactor shaft? You know, it doesn't really. Unless he, <laughs> well, I figure because it's, it's I figure because it's the center, but then he has a window to the outside, so it's not the center. I guess it's the pole. Maybe. And I, it's under construction, so they were going to put in flooring next week. That's what I assumed. <laughs> you know, yeah. They were coming and hadn't gotten around to it yet. Uh, yeah. I, I never thought about that. Why? They just should have had a sign that says caution, just some caution tape around there. Be like, all right, don't worry about this. See, if it was made, like, if it had it been made with the prequels, that's what I bet that would have been there somehow. Just a comic relief <laughs> well, for some stupid let's reason. Let's explain everything, because everybody wants everything explained. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do. <laughs> I do, I you know who else I like. I do like General Grievous. When I saw yes. this movie and I did not see the cartoon, I did not have cable, so I knew nothing about General Grievous. I think I had heard there'd be a droid villain, but I, I give it kind of props for not explaining anything about him because there's no, not even line of dialogue, not even one sentence is like, oh, he was a cyborg that fought the Jedi or whatever. There's nothing about General Grievous. It's just, oh, he's nope. the he's the bad guy. He's a robot, and maybe he's an alien too. That's the it. only thing you get is he tells Obi-Wan that he learned to fight with a lightsaber from Count Dooku. Right. That's it. There's no context. There's told. nothing else about it. It's just like, oh, he's got that. Yeah. I think that it might be a fault of the writing, but they would not do that today. Like even the Marvel movies, they explain the villains, at least with a couple sentences. You know? Yeah, they would not definitely they would over explain it. I agree. Right. <laughs> You're right. We don't need all that. But it's still it's just like, why is he coughing? Like, yeah. I mean, we know he's coughing because Mace Windu fucking like tried to collapse his freaking lungs right. like a Sith. Like Mace Windu like seriously just tries to freaking murder him by crushing his chest with the That's force. That's a good scene in that cartoon, though. It is, but it's also like, what the fuck? Like that can't mm-hmm. be. That can't it be. It made okay this a lot better. <laughs> it made this it, scene better for me because I understood now why he's coughing. Yeah. Yeah. I still but like still, the mana droids. I think they're not mana droids. Whatever the hell the Magna Guards. I like those Magna things a lot droids. Still. Yeah, I like the Magna Guard droids too. I'm curious about their staffs because the not just the purple part, but the center metal part also blocks lightsabers. Beskar? Yeah. He, they clearly chop one like directly and he just blocks it with the middle of the staff. And so curious what that's supposed to be. You know, If this was a video game, we would find out that it has a cortosis shaft. But... <laughs> <laughs> but that's this isn't the video game, so 
but this, no one best you know, car. I like, them, I like them a lot. I like, or yeah, it's best car. Yeah, there you go. It's best car. But anyway, they um, man, maybe I'm getting mixed up from the 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 most re- this new season of Mandalorian because they also have the exact same like the exact same staffs and that. So yeah, but um, but yeah, I like their style. I like just the big gangly robots, big gangly droids. They they look like they're prototypes for General Grievous. No, I didn't think about that, but yeah, you bring up a good point. They're very similar design, but yeah, I love I love Grievous. Like whenever he later in the movie when he gets to the planet where Obi Wan eventually kills him, when he gets off his ship and he just immediately just like chung 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 walks real fast. I like the way he walks. He walks like a bird. Oh yeah, <laughs> he does. He he walks like a chicken walks, <laughs> or 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 something. It's it it, it it's like a dinosaur, right? Because birds are dinosaurs. That's what it looks like. It's a dinosaur. It's like. It's like that. Oh no! It's like the T Rex. That's what it's like. It's like the T Rex from Jurassic Park. That's how he moves. That's yeah. how his legs move and stuff. And it looks really cool. Okay. They gave yeah. him some affectations that mm-hmm. are never explained, but are just make him distinctive, as opposed to a lot of the other villains, which are not distinctive. Like Newt Gunray, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, the first one was fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you notice there's there's two Namoidians in this uh, in this movie? Well, no, well, there's Newt Gunray and some and his like helpers, but there's also one on General Grievous's ship, and yeah. they, they very, um, you know, maybe a little bit of growth on Lucas's part. Do not give him a super stereotypical Japanese accent. Yeah, he has yeah. instead just a really weird, annoying voice, but it's not doing a Japanese accent. So maybe somebody Lucas, pointed out. <laughs> yeah, someone yeah, might have pointed sure. out. Hey, George, this is insanely racist. He's like, fine, fine. I'll just make him sound like a stupid Muppet instead. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, but, yeah. we're getting a little ahead, of, but I believe Jar Jar has one or two lines in this movie. I think he just oh, says, does excuse he? me. Yeah, he, I was, was going to say, I didn't, I didn't notice if he said anything. I didn't. I think he says, excuse me, when at one point when they're walking and somebody, yeah. he bumps into someone or something. And that's maybe his only line. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Lucas from, also listen to that feedback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's also, he's not a terrible character. I don't hate him as much as other people do, or much of the fan base does. We talked about him in the other episodes. We talked about the flaws slash redemption, but in this movie, he's a non-entity. Yeah, he's there. He doesn't play any role in this movie. He's in literally two scenes. He's there when they get to the Senate, and he's there for Padme's funeral, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, like, the part where... He's also barely in it. Right. (laughs) When when they're on the ship, although... I've got problems with that. We'll get to that because that's at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I got a problem with that too. I agree. I know what your problem is. I completely, I agree with you. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. thing in, in, the, in the opening, like when they, when Obi-Wan gets beat up by Dooku, I mean, Paul, you know, Paul was like, just leave him. You know, and I, I do like that Anakin stands up. He's like, his fate will be the same as ours. I mean, it's a right. simple way of saying I'm not leaving him, but it, I'm like, it's fine. Like, I like it. It doesn't fit mm-hmm. right, but I like it. No, I thought it was good. It's, it's, uh, it's shown that Anakin hasn't, fully gone over yet yeah that he still care he cares about obi-wan you know he's like his brother and he's going to protect him and i like that a lot and that's i think that's good because for anakin's downfall i think it's really important that he feels like that obi-wan has betrayed him right and they don't do a good enough job of it but it's no they feel that way that's another thing i didn't like it's not enough it's not enough but i think if he did feel like obi-wan betrayed him that would help a lot and he does we just don't he doesn't have enough reason to think that is the thing. Yeah, he's very stupid. Like Anakin's stupid too. Like he's just saying, <laughs> oh, yeah. Obi Wan betrayed me, and it's like, what evidence do you have? Like Obi Wan's telling you, like, no, you dumb but dumb. Palpatine's the one who's doing this, and he's like, no, he won't listen to it. And it's like, ugh. Well, just listen to your friend. 
He you really seems that. like he thinks Obi Wan's fucking uh, Padme. Yeah, he's, it seems that seems to be the implication <laughs> that he's making, like a little bit. And I don't know, maybe they could have gone a little further if that. I don't. They could have, and I think it would have. As a as in a kids movie, though, it's it's yeah. It's already by having Padme be pregnant, it's already skirting the line of what kids movie. Oh, they and and speaking of which, I mean, how long has he been fighting in the outer rims? <laughs> I well nine months I'm guessing at this point. <laughs> well, this she is not even showing, and she's like, "I'm okay. pregnant," and he's and he's like, "We haven't seen each other in so long." She's like, "I'm pregnant." And it's like, yeah. "Cool." Doesn't do we, the math there. She's completely showing it in the end of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I don't like think it's that later. much time that it takes place. Feel like that much time is passing in the movie, but it has to be unless maybe uh, Nebuians like sprout like all of a sudden, like they're really fast. <laughs> I mean, who's to say like a, they don't? Uh, when the Star Wars anatomy book comes out, I'll go grab it, grab it at Barnes and Noble. And oh, I have a, a joke I have to make. Um, when I was watching this movie in the opening in the opening dialogue, or you know the the crawl, yeah, it makes it, it one of the things that there are heroes on both sides, and all I thought of was one person <laughs> immediately yes. came to mind. That's what there I are good people too. on both sides. I'm like, it's like, impossible. Both sides? What? <laughs> I know. It was just I'm like heroes on both sides. I'm like, this is supposed to be coming from like. I mean, and ag- this- again, uh, it never talks about that. It never says they're good people on the separatist side. It just makes it seem like they're all kind of just bad. Yeah, like right. maybe and- maybe they're not, but they're never. We don't get an example of a good separatist. Not in this. Or, Only no. in the cartoons, right? I'm watching the second season of Bad Batch right now, and they just had an a, 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 the. I think one of the episodes I watched yesterday has to do with a separatist planet who's just trying to like live their lives, and they're like. Count Dooku was messed up, but he was right about the Empire. He was right about the Republic, wasn't he? Right. And it's like, Unfortunately, yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> they said that's, that a very, he, that's a very modern Star Wars take of the modern era, where it's yeah, it no really shades is. of gray. And this was right. the era where there are no shades of gray, except for the long line, there are heroes on both sides. Yeah. It, it just made me laugh, because it was like, yeah. uh <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah, I know it's years, years before, but it just made me, like, it just made me think of that, so. It is a very, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hey, so maybe he was a Star Wars fan. Maybe that day he just got done watching Revenge of the Sith and he went, hmm. <laughs> well, the opening crawl did say. <laughs> that Palpatine guy, really smart. I really got to do more like that. <laughs> what a great guy he is. I'd hire him. Okay. Everyone just falls for his plans. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's not enough scheming, but I guess you can't really put a lot of scheming in a two-hour movie. Like you can in a there's series. There's some good Ian McDermott moments. I mean, yeah. he, he, yeah. he amps it up. He knows what type of movie he's in. You know, he knows he's playing a cartoon villain, so he goes all in. You know, the scene where he's there's a little, little bit of comic stuff where he's where they're on the ship that's crashing and he's like making weird faces and stuff. And I don't <laughs> yeah. know why about that. It's like well, he's like looking at R2 and it's like this is the emperor and he's just like wide eyed and flailing about. The it's way kind of, that yeah. I took it is this is the one thing that isn't going by plan. Everything's planned out and this was not planned. It, I mean, I could see that. I mean, I don't think he's completely omniscient or, pre- or whatever, but it just seems yeah. That that is something that neither the movie nor the cartoons have ever really explained. Right. Did he get kidnapped by Grievous on purpose? Did he allow it to happen? And does Grievous know that he's Sidious? Right. It's yeah. We know yeah, Grievous is working for Sidious. I don't think so. Then I why think... wouldn't Grievous just kill him? Right. And he's taking him hostage. I guess. Yeah. Because like. But, Later on, Grievous takes orders from Darsidious. Right. right. So we know he's working for Sidious, but he doesn't know that Palpatine is Sidious. He just happens to capture Palpatine. 
and then Palpatine, who could probably have just, you know, you know, murdered him, didn't, even once they were alone and he could have gotten away with it. Yeah, it's very um, unclear. So, yeah. And so it's like Palpatine's like, oh, well, now that I've been kidnapped, I'm going to just, I don't know, hope that Anakin shows up and kills Dooku <laughs> for me. Uh, or, or I mean, or what if Dooku had killed Anakin then? Then would it, would uh, Palpatine have been like, all right, well, I guess, you know, that solves that. I guess uh, Anakin wasn't the next Dark Lord of the Sith. Never mind. You'd think he'd have a backup plan. Yeah. Just in case. I think the, the backup plan is to have the Separatists take over them. Maybe. Because he is playing both sides. And it, and it does feel well, very much like at this point, after Dooku was killed that he has enough control? Because, I mean, again, he could just say, have Separatists come in, do Order 66, and be like, instead of killing the Jedi, you know, he still killed the Jedi, but now you're working for the droids, too. No, I don't think that's... I don't think so, though, because he wants to rule the galaxy as a single unified empire, okay. and the Separatists' whole deal is that they don't want to be ruled by a central unified empire. Good point. That's, like, their whole thing. I, I really think his whole plan from the beginning is create this big war and then be the hero who destroys who destroys the Separatist at the end, right? And that's why he has um, Grievous bring the Separatist leaders to Mustafar. And again, if Grievous is working for the Separatist, he doesn't go like, wait, but what? Move, take them to Mustafar? Or like, all of them? Like, we want to put all of them together in one place? Like, why yeah. are we doing that? Are, are, and, and so maybe Grievous isn't actually on the Separatist side. He's on Sidious's side the whole time. I guess he is, because he's taking orders from him. And he is, he is like trained by dooku is he dooku's apprentice does he have the force yeah i mean we don't we don't get any indication that he has the force but i guess no. dooku is like but a droid could be really good of a lightsaber so i'm going to train you anyway and yeah i don't know it just it's it's, it's, yeah, a, it's a little bit of the fault of the writing you know as much as i think it's an interesting move for them not to explain it it doesn't really make much sense when you think about it if you're just yeah, a casual viewer of Star Wars, you're just like, who is this guy? Is he is he a force user or what? You know, you're not going to you're going to have more questions than answers. Yeah, I mean, really, you probably think that he's a droid until I mean, you hear him coughing and you're like, right. why is a droid coughing? And you really, yeah. you, other than him coughing, you don't get any indication that he's that he's uh, not a droid until Obi Wan rips off his chest plate. <laughs> right. no, and that's that's really it. Yeah, it's but, he's a he's a he's a very good villain. He just is not really explained at all yeah and it's it just leaves her more questions yeah and then i mean but really the biggest thing i think the biggest flaw in the movie of all is just how dumb everyone is except for Palpatine. (laughs) every (laughs) single person is just just mind-numbingly dumb the jedi council it's like they've got this clearly volatile moody child and they're just treating him like shit and it's yeah. just like, you know that he's like insanely powerful, right? And yeah. you don't want him to become bad. You want him to be good. I don't know, maybe talk to him. It's well, like, he goes to Yoda. Like, he goes to Yoda and tries to get, you know, cons- I mean, like, confession, essentially, what it reminded me of, that idea of it. And yeah. Yoda's like, oh, yeah, you can't have commitments to anybody. Let's let it go. They die, they die. I'm like, you... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and I, I think the moderns, it. the modern take with Star Wars is to be like, oh, well, you see, the Jedi were bad. They were flaw- they were they were done. And it's like, I guess, but I don't think that's what the movie's trying to say. No, it's not. It's trying to say that Yoda was in the right. The movie's point of view, I think, is Yoda was right. And the view that Anakin's too impulsive and too emotional to handle his responsibilities. Yeah. Because all the and good all the good characters say that. There's no good character that says, Oh, the Jedi are wrong. Right. And and so the yeah. thing is like, like, so 
Palpatine maneuvers to put Anakin on the council. Right. The Jedi agree to this for, I don't know, I guess they have to? Because they, there... they don't have to. They do it because they want to use Anakin against Palpatine, which is what causes part of the problems, too. Yeah, that that's true. And that, yeah, you're right. That is what it is. But then they're like, we don't we don't afford you the rank of master. And Anakin gets really upset about it. And their response is, sit down and shut up, basically. Instead of being like, well, listen, look at us. Like, every one of us is, like, elderly, except for Mace Windu, right? <laughs> Yoda's, like, 900 freaking years old. Like, you're, you're, like, 18 years old, and you haven't even, you know, you've only barely become a Jedi Knight. Like, you're still, I mean, I don't think he's still a Padawan. I know in the, the Clone Wars cartoon, which was canon, they he actually had just, right before this movie, taken, like, the oaths to become a full knight. But they're still, they could be like, you literally took the oaths to become a knight like a week ago. Right. <laughs> like, you don't just go straight to master. You will be on this council someday. You're like the prophecy chosen one. You're probably going to be the head of the council someday. Be patient. It's going to be okay. Like, they could just talk. They could just talk to him. But the movie depends on them being shitty to him to help push him to the dark side. And it's, it doesn't fit any, I don't know, it doesn't fit what we're supposed to be thinking about the Jedi. No, it's too much. It's too much. It's not, I mean, maybe not, not too much. It's not enough reasoning for a normal person to get behind Anakin and be like, yeah, he, of course he turned against those bastards. Like there's just not enough to manipulate. Right. I mean, there, even with the show, I don't think there's still enough in, no. in here. Like it just doesn't do it for me. I mean, that's, and that's my hardest problem. And also another thing I really, I kind of, this is a me problem. There's not enough Natalie Portman in this movie. You have such a great actress. You're like, ah, we don't need her. Not a and she existed to be pregnant and die. That was right. it in this movie. You know, you think in the first movie, she's got, she's, she's storming the castle right yeah. alongside her troops. She's, you know, very, you know, I mean, in the second movie, she's fighting in a coliseum against monsters and stuff and riding yeah. around on the back of a rhinoceros shooting things. <laughs> and in, in this one, or, or a cat, maybe I don't remember, is a cat. And then this one, she's... No, she's on the rhino. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. It's the rhino. Because the rhino hits the, the cat. The cat would just kill her. Yeah. And, yeah, she's rhino on the back of a rhinoceros and shooting people and, and dressing like a kind of like teen action Princess Leia. And then in this one, <laughs> I think that's what they were going for. Like, like yeah, in the second right, movie, it's yeah. supposed to be like a an updated 2000s version of Princess Leia's um, white uniform or white dress. But, yeah, in this one, she literally is just there to breathily talk about being pregnant and love, and then die. Yeah. She spends most of the movie looking out her, basically her apartment window. Yeah, this, or standing on her balcony. She, right. like, uh, brushing her hair. Yeah. There's not a lot of, there's no action. And then, when she does finally do action, she just, she barely leaves the ship before she's choked to death. Right. <laughs> she's, she's, like, literally standing next to the ship that she just arrived at. It's like, come on. You don't yeah. give her anything to do. And her dialogue, I think we could, like, all the dialogue in this movie, it's it's bad. A lot of the dialogue is bad, and her oh, dialogue God. especially is. Her and Anakin, like, flirting on the balcony. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's so bad. She, She's, like, it was just like, you're beautiful. She's, like, I'm beautiful because I'm in love. He's, like, no, your reason you're beautiful is because I'm so in love with you. And then she glares at him and goes, so love has blinded you. And he's, like, right. oh, God. I wouldn't put it that way. And then she's immediately smiling again like she hadn't just scowled at him. And it's like, what is going on? And I guess it's that she was teasing, but it was too abrupt. It's just it, the whole thing. 
And she's talking about like, I'll, I'll go to, we can go to Naboo and I'll fix up the baby's room. And <laughs> just like, I don't know, give her something to do. Like, why don't you have her organized clandestinely with like Mon Mothma or Jimmy Smiths or whatever to like, have her be well, like, we got to do something about Palpatine. And that's the thing. She does have one other scene right? other than those scenes. And that is she and, uh, gosh, she and Jimmy Smiths and I think Jar Jar go to the <laughs> yeah. Senate and watch the emperor basically become the emperor. And she yeah. goes, and this is how democracy dies with thunderous applause. Right. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's a good line and very accurate. Yeah, it was good. But that's it. She doesn't do anything. She doesn't do anything about it. Yeah, you're right. A good scene would have been her and Mon Mothma and Bail Organa and maybe a couple of other people meeting and conspiring to start a like not a, a non a nonviolent rebellion to start like a, a, a secret caucus of senators who are going to oppose the emperor. Right. And Mon Mothma was supposed to be in this movie originally. So they cut oh, her. She? Yeah, she was originally in it, and then they cut they cut they cut her out. Did yeah, they film anything, was... or she was in the script? Yeah, no, sure. she was in it. She was played by the same act actress who played her in Andor. Oh, uh, really? Genevieve O'Reilly. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they did. That was a good thing Andor did was bring her back, uh, <laughs> despite being cut out. Although she was in Rogue One as well. Yeah, she's in Rogue One too. Yeah. But yeah, I think I and I think what I read, she is in the movie for like a split second. You can see her like on a Senate pod, but oh. <laughs> her seat, her, her speaking scene. Her in ET. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yes, that is a bit of trivia. She was in it, but they deleted those scenes. So. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that would have been that would have been cool. It could have given you could have had like an entire B plot or C plot. That's what what is Padme up to? And right. how? It, in fact, that could even help because then Anakin could feel like she's conspiring against him. Right. Yeah. I mean, See, already, that littleness would have helped the movie, I think. Yep. Yeah. It could have just been like, oh, you're meeting with Bail Organa. I knew you were against me or something. You know, Bail Organa is against the Empire or against Chancellor. Or or Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan could be meeting with them also. Right. And he finds out and he's like, so Obi-Wan's in, you know, so Obi-Wan's, you know, part of this. You and Obi-Wan can always conspiring behind my back. You know, something like that. I mean, you could you could make it work. Right. It just wouldn't be that missed opportunity. Sure. And and another thing, not on that, but something we talked about earlier. But uh, I had a, I was thinking of things you could do to fix this when I was watching it because I watched it and then I I, I rewatched the uh, the Red Letter Media takedown of it, which I used to watch over and over again, you know, back in the day. <laughs> and I watched it for the first time in like seven or eight years. And and he's actually pretty. I think he's actually you know he's actually pretty fair to it. And he he does like I think he like us. He sees he's harder on it than we are, but. But and this isn't a point he made, but watching him and watching the movie, I was just thinking and reflecting, what could you do to fix it? And one thing would be don't have anyone kill the younglings on screen or don't even have the younglings in the movie. Right. We already showed them. So we know they exist. And then we just all we have to do is show the clone troopers marching on the temple. We don't have to have Anakin leading them. We could have the emperor just send Anakin to Mustafar to kill the separatist leaders. Which is something that Anakin would probably have done already. That's how right? I felt too. Anakin, Anakin would go to would be he wouldn't have to talk Anakin. Light side Anakin would not have had to be talked into killing the leaders of the Separatists and ending a war that's killing billions of people that hard. I think. No, I, think I, he I agree probably, with you. like he'd probably be okay with it. And then you don't you just show the Order sixty six killing the Jedi. You don't have to have Anakin going around killing all the Jedi. But I don't know. I think they just needed him to go from 
the character of Anakin to the villain of Darth Vader in a, in a finger snap. And it didn't have to be that fast. But. No, I mean, they could have done other stuff because time does progress later on in this movie. We'll get there. But like, yeah, it's just everything. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I would have liked that more if you didn't have the younglings, you didn't have him. You just because, again, most of the Jedi aren't even at the temple. And as you right. as we see They're in the spread movie, out around the galaxy fighting, it doesn't take much for a clone trooper to kill Jedi. They don't right. need Anakin to kill Jedi. Right. And I'm sure a bunch of younglings aren't going to aren't going to be like, oh, we got to send in our best man. Like, no, I'm pretty sure just oh. send in the. the just send in the culture. We have millions of them. It'll be fine. They'll take them out. By the way, one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when the clone troopers are telling Jimmy Smith, they're telling Bill Organa that he has to leave the Jedi Temple. And he's like walking away. They're like escorting him to his speeder. And this youngling comes flying out of nowhere, somersaults in between them. And just he takes out seven. I counted. He takes out seven clone right. troopers <laughs> before he's killed. That was badass. Yeah, that was. I love that. I was like, yes. Because he's like he's he's older than the other younglings. He's like ten. He's like my son, he's like my son's age. He's like 10, right. 11, 12. And it's like that. Yeah, there would be those. And that was like that was a really cool scene. I like that a lot. That is, and that could have been that could have been all we needed to see of the young of a young Jedi. Exactly, because that was exactly. powerful enough. So it is. It's very powerful. You see him get shot and fall off fall off of a skyscraper, and you're like, oh god. And Bail Organa's like, no, and you know, and then has to jump into his speeder and escape, which then. I mean, he's still a senator 18 years later. Right. So, <laughs> or at well, least his I daughter mean, is. Maybe he wasn't. Honestly, I mean, that's the thing. You know, maybe he, maybe, maybe, you know, I mean, we know he's in the, the now, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I'm tr- trying to explain it. Maybe they asked him like, so did you see anything there? And he's like, no, I just, it was very confusing. You know, if they try to determine what his thoughts were about that, he's like, oh, I really didn't see anything, you know? Yeah, it's probably still early Empire, hard to just arrest and arrest a senator. Right. Also, yeah, because he's still not the senator. Senate. Yeah, the, the Senate's still around. Yes, the Senate's Although, still around for eighteen years. They're going to need to remodel after what happens later. You know, it's close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got a, I had a mini issue with that part. Like when you see Yoda and Palpatine fight in the Senate shortly right. after that, when you see the Senate again, everything's fine. I mean, you don't get it. You don't see the whole room, but. You see some of the room where he where he is talking to people. I'm like, there should be chairs missing all over the place. Is that is that before or after? It's right. after. Is after? It's, it's uh-huh. after. It bothered me. <laughs> yeah, and, Maybe, and also just the the. the yeah. oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just had some funny thing to say. Like we had a little, uh, tur- you know, a little hovercraft malfunction or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, he tells them. You know, he tells them what happened. He tells them the the Jedi tried to assassinate me. They tried That's to overthrow right. the the Senate. And it's it's it is that's another thing, you know, this like to the Jedi who've been the guardians of peace and justice in the galaxy for a hundred, a thousand generations, according to Obi-Wan and a thousand years, according to Mace Windu. But either way, whatever, versus this dude that looks like some sort of alien monster wearing a black cloak going, they're bad guys. And the sin is like, yeah, no, totally makes sense. Sounds right. Applause. Uh, but I want to go back to that line. I really, really like that line. You know, how democracy dies with thunderous applause. Right. Because there's been multiple times in real life, unfortunately, where I've, I've said that line as I watch things on TV I didn't like. Yeah. So it's come this up movie, multiple times in the last few yeah, years. Yeah, this movie was definitely a response to George Bush. And, yeah. And the Iraq War, for one thing. Cause, yeah, we're oh, two yeah. years into the Iraq War, so. Which George Lucas was opposed, you know, opposed to and was believed that it was kind of the beginning of, like, showing how... You know, a democracy, an American democracy can 
quickly slide into fascism. But the line <laughs> that, that later. right? Yeah, I mean, it's still going on. Yeah, yeah. the line that's um, if you're not with me, you're my enemy, which is Straight a terrible line in this context. Was that what George Bush said about after 9 11? That you're not if you're not with us, you're against us, Aww. which is yep. absolute. That why we had freedom fries at a French fries because they weren't with yes, us. That yep. is so. We're gonna change the name of fries because fuck you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. I remember. I remember the uh, Secretary of Defense at the time, uh, Donald Rumsfeld, saying going to war without France is like going to is like going to war without your accordion or something like that. Right. <laughs> but, it's like they were yeah. the dominant military of Europe for like 500 years. You fuck stick. Anyway. The um. I know this is getting political. I don't know how much politics we do on this. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, hey, you know what? Yes. This movie is completely political. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I just I just wanted to add to that in that um. The, when this movie came out, there was the kind of intellectual conservative commentary at was very much against it, and they thought that George Lucas was step was making Star Wars political, and they were very upset about that because they loved <laughs> He's their making, making the, it the last political. two movies, the right. three before that, all of them. The bad guys have stormtroopers, right? Just what the Nazis <laughs> called their soldiers. They were very upset about this movie, so. and they commit genocide. The final scene of of of. A New Hope is shot-for-shot shot remake of Triumph of the Will. These movies have always right. been, though that's, that, that was the opposite, that was the opposite of what it should have meant, but still, whatever. These have always been political. This is ridiculous. Right, yeah. yes. But no, I remember that. Yep, I remember. That was very much what people were saying. I mean, I, I think as a, as a kid, when I first saw these, I mean, I was high school, but I didn't like some of the political stuff. Now I appreciate it more. Right. It's just, yeah, I, I mean, the I was, dialogue... I, I, is better in this movie than two. I just realized I was in graduate school when this came out. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. So yeah, I had a. I, I definitely, I definitely was like, oh yeah, no, I, I pick up what he's. I, I'm picking up what he's throwing down. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I was in. I graduated high school in '06. So right, the year before this, I was in junior. Then would have been this year. This year, junior. Yeah, this this came is, out. yeah, this is my first year in grad school. It's 2005. So yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's. I mean. I mean I was just going to say the dialogue's better for the most part, besides like what we were talking about with Padme. It is better. I mean, okay, until Far Anakin better than Attack of the Clones. Yeah. It, it's it's mostly okay. Like, we haven't, I don't think we talked about this. Like, the whole stuff with like the way that, like, the humor works, especially with Obi Wan. I love some of the Obi Wan comments, the way he is in this movie. He's great. Does one thing they could have done, they could have had like a dude in one of the green man suits, like, I don't know, in front of him, like doing stuff. Because it's it's clear that they just like had him on a soundstage by himself, and he's he's so like his reactions don't match what's going on around him a lot. Yeah, but yes, uh, Obi Wan. Like Obi Wan's fun. Hello there, General Grievous. Or no, Obi Wan Kenobi goes, or however it goes. He goes hello there. Hello there, and he goes General Kenobi. Yeah, it's just so great. Like it's, I think partly because the meme, the meme makes it so much yeah. better for me. But I, I like it. I like um, he loses his lightsaber during the cat chase or the lizard yeah. chase and Captain Cody picks it up or, or Commander yeah. Cody. Commander, Commander Cody. Yeah, Commander Cody picks it up and then hands it to him. And then like 10 seconds later, um, orders him to be killed. But um, <laughs> maybe too bad they weren't but, but a little sooner been, for them. But that's been retconned that they all have microchips in their brains that make them do that. That's why they just immediately flip on a flip. You know, switch the, you know, but I'm, I like that idea. I'm happy that that was put in there. I, I'm not. I think um, you could just have them be conditioned. Right. And then the fact that some of them disobey it, you know, like makes more sense. Like in Bad Batch, you know, it, it's like, oh, well, because they're they're bad. They're a bad batch. That's what they do it. And 
Commander Cody eventually changes just because he's able to just mind over matter the inhibitor chip eventually. Rex, I don't know what Rex, Rex has his and taken out. He has his taken out. It's in uh, the last season of Clone Wars. He does. They burn it out of him. But who took, I mean, who took it out? Ahsoka, Ahsoka electrocutes him. Not on, not oh, by, not oh, to get so, rid of the chip. So his tried was to kill dis- his was disabled on accident. Yeah, that's how they figured uh, it out. Because uh, I uh, I don't remember correctly, but something happened where she electrocutes the hell out of him, and it isn't it isn't it isn't to disarm him. It's to kill him. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen the last season of Clone Wars. I need to get, I need to rectify that. But but still, I I would rather it's just that they were conditioned mentally conditioned, and then have some of them not do it. Have some of them resist. Yeah, I mean that. That would work too. I mean, it doesn't bother me in this movie. Like, I don't like the scene, but I don't like the scene for personal reasons because I don't like seeing all these Jedi just get killed. Oh, I love that's it. a me thing. That's I love not... Order sixty six. It's one of my the movie does great. Movie. <laughs> it's a good part of the movie. It's well done. It, it isn't. It's just a. It's just a me issue. So I always like to point out like my issues of a movie, not like where a movie I think does bad. Like it just bothers me, but I, I think it's a good scene for the movie and it helps the movie a lot. Like you need the part. That. The part of it that bothers me is a couple of them, you're like, oh, yeah, that would work. And then a couple of them, you're like, man, that's a shitty Jedi. Like, <laughs> like Rhea yeah, Sakura, I mean, uh, or, or Ayla Sakura, is she's just, like, walking with her clone troopers, and she just stands there while they just gun her. She doesn't even pull out her lightsaber. Or she does. Yeah. She grabs it. She grabs it. Doesn't even get to turn it on before she's taken out. And then uh, what's his name? Uh, Conehead dude. <laughs> Um, is it Kiadi Mundi or something? Yes, yeah. Kiadi Mundi. He he. The way he gets murked is like, oh yeah, that would a hundred percent work. He's flying in formation, and the fight his uh, his wingmen just like pull back and shoot him from behind. There's no nothing he could have done about that at all. But I love the way Yoda Yoda just like Yoda murders like a ton of clone troopers. Like he he like brutally kills. He beheads the yeah, two uh-huh. that are about to kill him. Like pretty non peaceful. I mean, I get it, it's, it's self defense and everything, but. So, and then later when they're storming the 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 temple, him and uh, Obi Wan storming the temple, he's just like flying around like a, a crazy howler monkey, just like jumping on their <laughs> chest and like driving his lightsaber through like up to the hilt into their chest and stuff, and pretty brutal. But yeah, no, I, I actually I like Order sixty six in general. I like the concept behind it. I like that part of uh, that. If part anyone of it. is, if either of you have seen the movie Manchurian Candidate, at least the yeah. old ones, I think that's what what Lucas was going for. Or at least in that movie. You know, the soldiers are brainwashed um, by communists, but um, <laughs> they're activated with a code phrase. I, th- I think it's something like, would you like to play some solitaire? Yes. Yeah. Would and you like to play some sol- yeah. that immediately activates them from good, warm blood, red blooded American to communist infiltrator. In a or or what, the, what the CIA was doing in MKUltra. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like uh, allegedly Sirhan Sirhan was his trigger was to see a red and a woman in a red dress. So, you know, it's a. So. Uh, it's a it's a technique that's out there, yeah. And yeah. they they never in this in this movie they don't explain what it is, but you get the sense that Palpatine is using his dark magic on them, at least from with the context of Revenge of the Sith. You're like, yeah, I, see, I didn't think it was the Force. I just figured that he that he had had this built into the the clones from the beginning because this was always yeah. his plan. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay, yeah, that's give give the, give the Jedi a giant army of child soldiers, child slave soldiers. Which yeah. the noble, wonderful Jedi will have no problem commanding, and even though they say that they're not that they that they're not soldiers, they're keepers of the peace, and they're allegedly opposed to slavery. Though they don't seem to do anything about it, they're fine with leaving Anakin's mom in slavery. So I don't know. Maybe the Jedi are pro-slavery. I don't know. But anyway, and then have all the slaves, you know, 
Killed him. Cool. I guess I guess the uh, more analogy is computer programs. You have you have a back door built in that you can yeah you know get in any time you want. Exactly. A, yeah. a fail safe or whatever you know. Fail safe. Yeah. Only it was always the it was always the plan. Yeah. Right. I was just gonna say I like Utupau even though I know I can tell a lot of those scenes were designed to sell toys because you have um, yeah. you have the lizard <laughs> creature and then you have General Grievous's uh, wheel cycle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, are which are interesting, I but like, I'm like, I like his his unicycle thing. Right, it's it's interesting design. It's at least different than most of Weebug in Star Wars. Well, it is, it's assume... a, it's a real it's a real thing too. Like right. I've seen a popular mechanics article where from like the 1920s of someone driving one back in the 1920s. It looks exactly like that, and it works Man. in real life. So it's pretty cool. It would, you know, I mean, I you know, it was CG obviously, but I'm just saying like that is actually right. a, a vehicle that could exist. And I like the the big lizard that he rides around on. Right, that's cool. Reminds me of my, my favorite series of books, the uh, Wheel of Time. There's a, a race of people, the Shan Chan, and they have uh, cavalry that ride what are called Grom, which are basically those. They're like big lizard cats. Oh, God, it's been a long that, time. It's exactly when I when I think about when I read the Wheel of Time, that's what I think about uh, the the lizard thing that that Obi Wan's riding around on. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. I I vaguely because Peter, you you never got to the Chan, did you? And when you were reading Wheel of Time, or you just read the first book. I just read the first book probably ten years ago. <laughs> okay, so you didn't get there then. Yeah, I never got to. They, that. they show up in the second book, so yeah. That, and the, but the Grom are in the second book. They show them in the second book, so okay. So they though you don't hear their name in the second book, but no, because they oh God that series goes on too long. Good damn series. I've read the whole series three times. It's my favorite series, but I read it nice. Once it's and a half. Taste, I appreciate. I appreciate the commitment there. Yeah, that's a hell of a commitment, by the way. I used to have a bunch of those hardcover books, so I sold them for like a dollar at half price books. Fuck you, half price. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I was gonna say another thing I like is when the Jedi, when Mace Windu and those other Jedi go to arrest uh, Palpatine. I like that scene oh, yeah. between Mace Windu and Palpatine. Not the fight scene. The fight scene's kind of lame, but well, it's okay. It's fine. I mean, Ian McDermott's old, I guess. <laughs> and they didn't want to. They didn't. They didn't want to spend. Lucas spent all of his money on green screens. He couldn't afford stuntmen, I guess. But still, whatever. But no, the the like the dialogue between Palpatine and um, Mace Windu, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I am the Senate is a classic. Yeah, line. yeah, that's exactly. a good line. And, and Mace Windu's response, not yet. <laughs> I like that. Like Mace Windu is like there for to, to for business. Like that is like it yeah. is Samuel L. Jackson time. <laughs> right there like he is he is in like full samuel l jackson well, he's not full samuel l. Jackson. he's in like a he's in like a four on the samuel l jackson meter because he hadn't gotten there yet in his movie up to this I point he's been still... at a one he was playing it at a one now he's at a four he's tired of these yeah. fucking chancellors in this fucking senate you know that's all. yeah he's he's not he's not pulp fiction or time to kill yet he's more jackie brown time maybe but he's there <laughs> or jurassic park hold on to your butts no, yeah not that he's, he's a little he's a little above jurassic park <laughs> I maybe, think maybe a shaft. He's maybe shaft level. He hadn't done shaft yet, but he's going to be shaft level. I could be wrong. I think I read somewhere where uh, Samuel Jackson said he didn't want to go out. Uh, I'm paraphrasing. I think he didn't want to go out like a pussy or something. Something yeah, like that. That's only something he would say, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and, that's, and to be fair, I mean, he doesn't. He, he like fucks up Palpatine pretty bad. Like he right. was going to kill him. Like he could easily have killed him if Anakin hadn't stepped in. Like he takes yeah. that force lightning and just redirects it at him with his lightsaber and is melting his freaking face. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that they did that just to show like how he became like that in Return of the Jedi. Like I do like that. 
Yeah, and I was saying I don't like their fight. Their fight scene actually is pretty good once the other Jedi are dead. The only yeah, thing that bothered a- me is after watching Tarkovsky Star Wars, which is canon at this point, Kit Fisto is not a wimp. And yet Kit Fisto just dies instantly. And he goes down fast. Kit Fisto is taken down like, bam. Never bothered me before. But after watching that cartoon, I'm like, the fucker was awesome in that cartoon. in that one scene that he's underwater. I'm like, this is bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. And it would have been something if, if uh, Palpatine had like used the force on him or something, but he just like flies across the room. Corkscrew. He like M bison corkscrews across the room and just chops down three Jedi before, I mean, Mace Windu can barely take a step before he's killed three Jedi. But then he and Mace right. Windu have a good fight. And I really like, there's like this thing where they, they like swing around and Mace Windu swings a, a wide, he like twirls. And as he twirls, his lightsaber hits the window and just shatters yeah. that entire window when it hits the That's, window. It's pretty cool. Right. Yeah, but, the wind's and, coming in. Yeah, and then he takes, he disarms Palpatine and, and everything. And yeah, he's like, but yeah. And, and also, I just want to say, we don't say we don't see Mace Windu die. That's true. And I was watching this with my son, and I was like, "What if old Mace Windu with a robot arm shows up in Ahsoka?" Man, it won't point, be Ahsoka, but I want to see him it, come back. It, it honestly wouldn't bother me as much as I kind of like can't Star Wars just have some new characters and do some new shit. Is one of the things I really like about the Mandalorian outside of season. I don't know. I think the Mandalorians season one and three do a good job of just being like, we're not, we're not playing the hits. We're doing our thing. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, three, really they three, just three. needed to Luke should never have been in Mandalorian. That's, that's it. They should never have entered Luke into the equation at all uh, or Ahsoka, honestly, but that's fine. It was, it was fine. But, but anyway, as much as I'm like that, I kind of think old man Mace Windu showing up in Ahsoka would be pretty cool, especially because you know, Ahsoka's supposed to be like a gray Jedi, and Mace Windu wasn't a gray Jedi, but man, he probably should have been because he he's definitely. You can tell it seemed yeah, like but, he was pretty high up on the chain. Like he could have been, you know, he just needed a couple more decades to be really great. Maybe. Yeah, he was about to commit murder. Yeah, I was also <laughs> saying like he was he was brutal, and and according to the the what's now legends, he was like able to tap into. He's able to tap into anger and aggression without using the dark side. And that's what made him the best sword fighter, the best lightsaber fighter, except for Yoda. Hmm, okay. Which, but that, that's no longer that. canon. That's no longer canon. Right. But it was that he, it was like from one of the video games, I think there was like the different sort, uh, lightsaber fighting styles. And one of them was one that he developed where you use anger and aggression without tapping into the dark side. And it's very difficult to do. Or something that's anyways, so my point is, is like I think he fits of Ahsoka pretty well, actually. We'll yeah, no, I happens. would agree with that. You, you, I like that idea. Yeah, and you know, have him be old. I mean, Samuel Jackson is God. Is, he's eighty, isn't he? No, he's got to be or, seventy or seventy. Yeah, okay. He's, he's I, getting I, up there though. He's very old. I mean, he is. Yeah. He's old, and you know, he got his arm chopped off. So have him have like a, a droid arm that'll look real cool. Give him like a Terminator arm. I and, mean, I've seen concept art of what they think he would look like, like what people all. Okay, not concept art, but just like people doing pictures like this is what they think it would be. Nice. And yeah. he's still one of the few characters that's never been like, I mean, almost everyone we know, like, I mean, because there's a ton of Jedi that survived, you know, at this point now. Have been brought back in cartoons and stuff, but he hasn't. Yeah. yeah. But he goes flying out that window and just flies off into the distance and, uh, out of that window. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, I think Mace Windu could survive that. It's a long way down. He could wake up at some point, you know. Yeah, never... exactly. I mean, it's, you know. He, he could uh, use the force. So, like when Luke got his hand chopped off and fall and then jumps right. into the, the shaft and manages to, re- to direct himself 
into that little like trash chute or whatever. Like I could, I just pictured Mace Windu possibly doing the same thing. So I think he, I think they could definitely use him if they want, if they decide they want to, and if he wants to do it, I think he'd be up for it. He kind of seems like he'll do anything, and he's Plus working he's, for. He's already he's pretty much done with MCU. Game. Oh, he's. I mean, he's got a series. Yeah, but um, I think that's going to be the. I think it's going to be a one, you know, one shot thing, eight episodes, whatever it's going to be. And I think that's going to be the end of Nick Fury. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm sure. In my opinion, but... I just think that's where they're going with it. That they're going to just put away the character. Well, he's in the Marvels movie. Yeah, he's in, he's in the Marvels also. So. so maybe. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it could. They might. Cause they're putting away everybody else. I mean, we're never going to. They've got a. They've got a. They've got a scroll impersonating him, so he can play the scroll that's impersonating him. Oh. Yeah. Too. So he can stick around even if Nick Fury dies. He can still show up in that in that way. So Wait, I, I think could, I could it, see him coming back. Space Windu. I mean that that would be great. I think they could, and it, it'd be one of the few examples where I'd be okay with it. Oh, and I, they they kill off Plo Koon in this movie too. He's the he's a pilot that or he's the Jedi as a pilot gets shot and killed really quick in a scene. Oh yeah. So, and he's not he's oh, barely so, in this movie. Oh, he's yeah, in the first right. movie. It is, it is Plo Koon that gets. Yeah, I got mixed up. Kia Di Mundi is leading troops across a bridge and then yeah, they shoot head. the hell out of them. They just fall back. And that again, it would have been kind of cool if he like stood that stood his ground for like a few seconds, but he doesn't. He just turns around and is like, huh? Yeah. They all kind of die. A lot of them kind of die pretty easily. Yeah. Really? We, the, the only one that we see put up a fight is Yoda and that kid. Yeah. <laughs> Even Obi-Wan doesn't really put up a fight so much as just survive miraculously by falling into a, a pond. Yeah, pretty much. Because they waited, they didn't. They didn't time it right. Like they should have waited till he was an easier shot, not just go for him when he's. Well, no, he was going. I mean, he was gonna. He was going away. Like he was. Oh yeah. Him, yeah, as soon as they could. But yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't talked about. I like seeing Kashyyyk in this. Like I do enjoy that. I think that's some good scenes too. I, I do, you know, but movies. yeah, I I did not like them shoehorning uh, Chewbacca into it. But right. Otherwise, he, yeah. Is there anyone it's who likes little... that likes that scene? I don't know because it's just a throwaway thing. It's. You know, he's just there to be like, huh, you guys like this guy from the other movies. Well, he's back. Yeah, we're not going to pay that. We're not going to pay the actor that played him because right. we don't need him anymore because we can just use CGI. We don't actually need a seven foot tall actor anymore. So, yeah, though, he might actually be a guy in a suit in this. I, don't I know. think he probably is. I, it might. He might be. Peter Mayer might be credited. Yeah, but hopefully. Hopefully he gets he gets residuals I, on it. I don't know what his contribution was. I mean, I can't imagine it was too much. No. anything. But he's, yeah, he's standing in the background a couple of times with, and, you know, not doesn't make any noise, doesn't do anything. And then he's there for Yoda to say, Chewbacca, my friend, farewell. I will miss you or something <laughs> like that. And it's like, I so now Yoda and Chewbacca know each other? Like, was that really necessary? No. Yeah. I, have a, I have a question for you guys. Maybe you can answer this. Like, when they when they show the footage of him killing the younglings, when they see it, they also see footage of him kneeling to the Emperor and becoming Vader. Wasn't that in the Senate office, not at the Jedi Temple? But then how do they have footage of it? They just have footage of the Jedi I Temple. Mean, they have footage yeah. from inside Palpatine's office. Oh. They might just like, it might be like a separate file, you know? You just gotta go. Okay. It was, okay. Yeah. You I, I, that I figured me. that the Jedi have cameras in Palpatine's office to spy on him. Then maybe they should just show her how he killed Mace Windu, not show him killing kids. <laughs> they should show her all of it like they did. Honestly, they need to convince her because she doesn't believe it. But... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that, I agree. Yeah, they. I mean, Anakin that, would never kill convenient. kids. Never. Yeah. Or women. It's yeah. <laughs> it's a very real world thing too. I mean, I don't have too many problems with it because, but that's like instead of something sensing something through the force or like getting a force vision, they're like, let's look at the security footage. Oh, it shows everything I wanted to do. I guess I don't have too many problems with that, but 
No, I have less problems now that you guys explained that little thing that was bothering me because I thought it was like they're just looking at like the Jedi Temple stuff. And I'm like, well, they shouldn't have this. But okay, that makes more sense. I guess you need to explain to Padme because Padme doesn't have the force or really doesn't use those powers. You got to show her some actual evidence that something's going on. Yeah, but I I think it makes sense because they still don't know what happened. They just get there and find all the dead children and a bunch of clone troopers waiting for them. Yeah. And they said that I, I do like the little thing that Obi-Wan says that he set the transponder to send a message to stay away from Coruscant. Yeah, I like that, too. I think that's really good. I, I love how much that has played in the canon because they've done a lot with the Jedi since then. Like there's I know one scene that was deleted from this movie that was canon in a game that's no longer canon Force Unleashed where they had Shock T was supposed to get killed in this movie. Then they cut the scene because they put her in. They were going to put her in the Force Unleashed game that was coming out eventually. Oh, yeah, I, did, I, I did watch that. Yeah. I, Which on, one is she's on YouTube? Is she she looks kind of like what Ahsoka, the same race. Oh, OK. Really? I think there's no. Same race. Yeah, they're they're similar to Twi'leks, but oh. Ahsoka is something else. It's another it, another another head tail race. It, yeah. It, in the original in the deleted scene, General Grievous kills kills Shakti oh. uh, on, on the ship on the um, on the ship at the beginning. Like it's it was an alternate version of one of those scenes. Yeah. So. Oh, that's oh. cool. That would have been that would have been cool. So really, what would have been cool is if we had gotten to see what happens in the Tar- Tarkovsky uh, Clone Wars, where he's in- yeah. kidnapping uh, Palpatine and he gets um, he fights those four Jedi and kills three of them. I mean, such a good scene in that cartoon, man. Yeah, it, it, it helped it, me. It is, it is really like cool. Movie more. It is really cool. I mean, the, we you know we talked in that episode. It's kind of dumb. Like the Ithorian has like the Black Canary powers, but that's fine. <laughs> don't put that in the movie for sure but the rest of it so i don't know if the the cgi was up to having an authorian jedi at this point no probably not no i mean well they have the green they have yoda point. jedi so maybe they could have done it but cost too much money not selling the toys <laughs> and then the only thing else to say about like wakashi's just cool i mean besides Chewbacca, it's cool and then to mm-hmm, kind of talk yeah. about the last part where padme then goes to mustafar to go see vader well go see anakin and stuff he's there for a long time you think he'd just be there kill him and leave like from the He's time that meditate. he leaves to go there and the time that Obi-Wan then tells Padme, you think enough time would have passed that they would have been done. Yeah, I mean... I know, I'm nitpicking. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's kind of moodily... He's kind of moodily simmering there, so to speak, on this volcanic planet. I do like him killing the Separatists. I think that's... I do yeah. too. He I think Terry said it earlier. I completely agree. That's something that he would do either way. Right. He's just chopping people, and they're like, "No, don't!" But but you're on our side, and just slashes them. And they're we've already surrendered. We've su- we've right. already surrendered, or we'll surrender, or whatever. An ignoble end to these these people who were from the first film. Well, at least Newt Gunray is from the first. Yeah, film. just gotta As, get. I I don't know if the are the others. Did we see them at the like the Separatist Council with Count Dooku in the second movie? Yeah, I'm I'm the techno, techno Union. Union. Yeah, yeah, those guys or whatever. They're there. Thank yeah. Clan. Yeah. Yes. I think they yeah. work in a few. I mean, they're very. It's a very small scene that you see them before they all start getting gutted real quick, and then it right. moves the camera away. Yeah. He just walks then, in, closes the doors, and just like, all right, let's get let's get this over with. It's a good scene. Nice to do some all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Felt realistic. And then uh, um, the fight with Obi Wan and Anakin. Um, I know the young folk really like it. Uh, I think it's, <laughs> the young folk. Yeah, that's what like the 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 like the the people that were like little kids when this came out that are like all that that kind of like have kind of uh, have rose colored glasses about the prequels a little bit. I think online talk about how great this fight scene is. And I'm like, I don't know. It's uh, not good to me. It's, it's, uh, 
it's too much. It's too long. First of all, it's like way too long and it, it's interspersed with other scenes that are happening elsewhere. And it just keeps coming back and they're still fighting and they're still fighting and they're still fighting. And then also it, um, it's too, uh, too flashy. Like they're not fighting realistically at all. They're like, just like swinging around super fast, like doing tons and tons of twirls. And you like compare that to the really great looking, still not realistic, but really great looking fight scene with uh, Darth Maul at the end of Phantom yeah. Menace. That's such That's a, a better fight a scene. Way, way better fight scene. The way better fight scene than this one. I also and, wish and, Anakin would have had a red lightsaber already instead of the blue one. No, mm. I'm, I'm, no I don't. I, I, I don't think so, because why would he have a red one? Because his father, I mean, he gives the, you know, Obi-Wan has Anakin's lightsaber. Yeah, so So Obi-Wan has to get it it from him in some way, first of all. And there's no reason for Anakin to change his lightsaber color just because he switched sides. He he changes because Palpatine gives him one because he needs a new one. So, I know, I think it, I think, um, no, it it makes sense for it to be blue. But I get what you're saying, that it's hard to follow what's going on in the fight. It would have looked cooler in the scene, if that's what I'm going at. Well, yeah, I I mean... It's a yeah. better color, but it just wouldn't have made as much sense, I guess. And we would yeah. have had to explain how Obi-Wan... Gets. I mean, this movie doesn't care about sense anyway half the time. So. Right, yes. I think one problem... I have two things to say about this. One problem is this lightsaber fight scene is interspersed with another lightsaber fight scene between Yoda and Emperor Palpatine. Oh. And I think just in, in my mind as a viewer, if there are too many lightsaber fights, it just kind of gets... It kind of blends together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... If you had just interspersed it with, you know, Palpatine throwing the Senate at Yoda, that would have been better. But two lightsaber fights going on at one time, it kind of makes me feel like, which one should I really care about or pay attention to? Yeah, and right now I'm watching a cut on YouTube where they just cut out all that and they have just their fight. Yeah. And how, how long and it, is it? I was curious. Um, I think it's two parts. This is eight minutes, eight, nine minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's of just them fight. I mean, it, it goes too that's long. ridiculous. Well, that is ridiculous. What Carrie said, it's it's too it's too epic. I mean, it's too it's too flashy. It's too for me. It's too busy because if mm-hmm. you compare it to like Empire Strikes Back, which has a much quieter scene, that everybody says, "Oh, that's the greatest lightsaber duel in a, the original trilogy, at the very least." Oh, I definitely and, yeah. And that doesn't have nobody's jumping on platforms or lava platforms <laughs> or like there's no droid that comes up to them like look at them and turn away or whatever. You know, there's no cute stuff like, right. What's the point? Like, what are they trying? Like, is Obi-Wan trying to get away? Like, I don't understand. Like, there, I mean, I understand in a fight that, you know, you travel, sometimes, you know, take your enemy off balance to change terrain better in your favor. But it's like running across a pipe does not seem like the terrain is on your is going to be better for you. Like, I don't well, understand one thing that happens is they accidentally turn off the shields. <laughs> right. Okay, I yeah. was watching it and I was like, why does they have a button to turn off the shields <laughs> in their lava base? Where your butt <laughs> can hit it. Yeah. Yeah, it's they just, just kind of bump, they just hit it on accident. They just bang into it. And I mean, what bam, if Bob bam, comes in and Bob had like, a few too much to drink today, and Bob just happened to lean over and hit the button? Well, sorry about that so base, base we built, guys. Starts, uh, the base starts to melt and explode and shit because they <laughs> built their base inside a volcano for mining thing, lava. Apparently, yeah. Do they? Why do they mean to mine? I lava? don't know exactly. why the they need obsidian. Lava. Yeah. Trying to build like a nether portal or something like. It's just, it doesn't make any sense. The, the whole thing doesn't make sense. It's dumb. It's dumb. There didn't, I mean, it's, it's all dumb. There's no reason for it to be on a lava planet in the first place. Other than, all we need is for Anakin to get yeah. horrifically injured to the point that he 
has to be in a, a life support because of the, the toy. One of the toys on the back of it could have swore Peter told me this back in the day that Anakin, you know, that Vader was all burned at one point. It was well, we know in, he's burned. We see it in Empire. Yeah, that was right. it. Was in in the Return of the Jedi novel. It mentions Obi Wan is talking about how they fought, and he says Anakin and I fought, and Anakin fell in a mol- molten pit and was scarred or yeah. was burned. So and there's that was some the different ways you could do that. Yeah. There's different ways you could do that. They could have been fighting in a foundry. Right. Exactly. Right. Or or another line sure. that's always stuck oh, with me, okay. Peter, that you told me many many years ago when when I first saw General Groves, like they made him to sell toys, and that line has stuck with me for 18 years, Peter. 18 years, I still quote that line. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I think you're wrong. You know, I don't remember. I don't remember saying that exactly, but um, you know, Star Wars, they're not exactly not going to look for ways to sell toys. That's been. I mean, that's been since Empire Strikes Back. Right. So much. Yeah. So much stuff is in there to sell toys. So I mean, but, like the goal with this fight, it just keeps going to like you were talking about when they're on the, when they're in the lava raft and they're just fighting, and it just yeah. keeps going, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> the, the, at my there's a lot of doozy lines. My my least favorite line is when he says, when Anakin says, from my point of view, the Jedi are evil, and it's it's like that's that's like kid dialogue. That's like seven year old dialogue. It's yeah, like it's you don't it need to been, say you should your point of view should be obvious. You don't actually have to say your my point of view is that you're bad. Come on, <laughs> you don't. That's stupid. like a placeholder line. It probably was a placeholder line. And then they're like, okay, we got a film. And he's like, oh, I, I wrote that, right? Yeah, I wrote that. Lucas wrote it. I'll go with it. Sure. Must be perfect first yeah. time. I think everything <laughs> is placeholder line. Is the thing. I don't think Lucas, Lucas did one draft. I mean, there's so many things that could have been that would have worked better. Like, you know, the Jedi betrayed me. The Jedi, you know, something. Like, I have to do this to save Pat. Even he just said, I have they to do le- this yeah, to save Pat. How about they left my mom in slavery to be gang raped and murdered by... Tuscan Raiders, and they won't let me be with my pregnant wife. And I watched them try to murder the Chancellor. Give me some of the movie. Yeah, you just gotta get actual reasons and go back to two thousand (laughs) five. How about they they kidnap they take children from their parents when they're babies, and then don't let them ever meet their parents or have any kind of relationship with their family ever again? How about they're you know a bunch of like. It, it, they're like a, a, ver, a cult of virgins. I mean, there's so many things you can say about them. My point of view. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just kind of no dialogue really needed to be revamped. You need to have someone other than George Lucas write it. That's he is uh, not a yeah, writer. He's not. He's an idea man. Right. He's an idea man. And he's a film. He's a director. I mean, he's a film. He's a I, I feel like he would have been like a really great like 80. Like he would have been a really good like setting up shots, second unit stuff for like a better director, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I can see that because he or just or he'd be a good director. I mean, this thing he I think he's I think I think he's got some good shots and stuff. I think he's got some good use of of color and contrast and stuff in his movies. It's he's not good at dialogue or oh, story. God. That's really what it is. He's not a writer. Yeah. And like everything when when like the whole high ground thing, I don't really like that either because there's too many times throughout these movies, even like the three of these or well, yeah. two of these with Anakin, like he jumps over shit all the time. Or Obi-Wan. Yeah. yeah like all they had to do. Killed, that's how he killed. That's how he killed yeah. uh, Darth Maul. I mean, all he literally had to do is just jump on the rock. Why are you jumping over him? You can just jump on the rock and just keep fighting like you don't have to make that leap that he makes it's un- like well, you could have just changed it 
sort of he had no choice. Like you could have had it be a completely hill where Obi Wan jumps up before him and he's like, I have the high ground and there's nothing else for him to climb on, so he makes a bad jump. Not there being an actual incline where he could easily just walk up. Well, I, I can believe that Anakin is rash and makes bad decisions. We saw him leap at Count Dooku, you know, and just yes. get his shit handled in the second movie. I can believe that, but there's no reason for Obi-Wan to say, you know, give it up, Anakin. I've got the high ground. All As you have to do is just say, come yeah. on, Anakin, stop this. I don't want to I don't want to kill you. And Anakin can be like, rah, 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 and, and jump at him, better. and then he slices him down. But I think better would just be they're fighting next to, like, a molten pit, and just, you know, they're trading back and forth they're both doing really well anakin scores a couple of like light touches and 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 obi-wan's hurt and then all of a sudden just obi-wan bam bam just you know knocks his lightsaber out of the way chops off his arm chops off his leg and kicks him into the into the pit of molten stuff that would have been better or have like be an accident that you know they're fighting and he falls in there yeah yeah you could have done it you could have done it a different way and i think it would just was a very one draft or something, one draft of the script. Wasn't much thought put into it. Yeah. I mean, I think we could, I mean, it's all pretty cold that Obi-Wan just leaves him there. Oh, yeah. Side of the, He's like, I won't kill you. I'm just going to leave you to burn to death. Right. You know? I mean, I understand that he couldn't kill him. Right. But, like, I felt like it should have been something where the chance is just not there for him. Or he thinks he's dead. Well, what if instead... Yeah. He sees him and he's like, Anakin, no. And then all of a sudden, just like a bunch of Imperial ships show up and he's got to run. Yeah, because they get so there pretty quick. It's, it feels like uh, it. No, it doesn't feel quick. That's the thing is. They, oh, sorry, they I said show, it wrong. They make it seem like it's quick, but it doesn't feel quick. Sorry. That's what I want. Yeah, it feels like. And sometime later, the Emperor <laughs> showed up with some storm with some stormtroopers or some clone troopers. And then he tells the clone troopers to go get medical aid for them. And they both just run off and leave him. And the Emperor also leaves him. Everyone just leaves him where they found him. <laughs> and then they perform surgery on him, apparently without anesthetic. anesthetic. Yeah. Well, that I can believe that the emperor is trying to prove a point. Or something. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Insurance is a part of being a system. Morphine, morphine's all been shipped to the front lines. We got a little there you go. supply here. Yeah, we don't have Bacta <laughs> tanks anymore. Also, Palpatine's just talking about supply chain issues and stuff. And he's like, I'm sorry, <laughs> Anakin, we can't to uh, Darth Vader. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, yeah, it's. It's a muddled, rushed transformation to Darth Vader and, you know, or transfer, transformation to Darth Vader in the suit that we all know. Why does he have the suit? Did he have this prepared? What is this for? Yeah, I'm guessing you know? he built, they built it custom. Yeah. Which then is also a thing because then, so, I mean, because it's, I guess he's, yeah, he's more machine than man is what Obi-Wan right. says, right? But, you know, David Prowse is like six eight, <laughs> Right. And Hayden Christensen is definitely not. Yeah, maybe he is. I don't know. He doesn't look like it. He's just like a he, he becomes huge. And it's like, yeah. I mean, you didn't chop off his torso. <laughs> he chopped off like one uh, chopped off one arm and right? two legs. Or two, yeah, one arm and two legs. It's one arm, both legs. I'm looking at it right now. Yes, one arm, both legs. And then his robot arm that he has from the second movie is what he's like climbing up. Yeah, the that's the one with. that didn't get cut off. Yeah. So pretty much he's all he's I mean, all his limbs are new limbs are all robotic limbs. And he, he's close enough to the lava that he catches on fire. But apparently they weren't close enough to lava to catch on fire when they were standing on floating platforms that were literally dipping into the lava, which yeah. do have shields on them. But the shields don't go up around them. They just protect the platform. But whatever. Uh, he catches on fire from being near it, which is realistic. But then when the emperor finds him, the fires are out. 
So yeah. Like oxygen. Yeah, I guess. Maybe he's using every last force power to keep himself alive. You know, yeah. that's how I guess. Okay, I can buy that because, I mean, he is yeah. super powerful in the force. And we do yeah. see that in other things, too. In um, he, he, the uh, can't get off Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. And the novelization and the novelization of Shadows of the Empire. He uh, they talk about how when he's uh, out of the egg thing, he yeah. um, heals himself by tapping into the dark side and thinking about like all this hate and anger that he has towards Obi-Wan and 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 also the Emperor, too. And it like heals him and he becomes well again and doesn't need the suit. But then he becomes happy and that shatters it. And he immediately goes back to being which is dumb. But that the healing is only like you have to it's like a you, you have to hold it. You have to hold a hate. But I'm okay with that. I like it's at least I'm okay with that. Well, explanation. Yeah, it's an explanation for why he can't be healed or why he can't right. heal himself. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I think mean, a better get... explanation would just be that Jedi can't heal themselves; they can only heal others. There you go. And that the Emperor is like, "Oh yeah, I never learned healing. Sorry." Well, healing <laughs> wasn't invented in a movie until uh, way later <laughs> in a Star Wars film. Okay, I, I'm yeah. fine with healing though. It's been in the video games since the '90s, so it's, yeah. it's fine. And then you have the classic line of. No! Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whatever. When the ever tells him, "Oh yeah, Padme's dead." Killed where's, her. Where's Padme? Is she okay? <laughs> Force choked her, and then you just, you know, we're like, ah, who cares about her? I gotta go fight my friend. Yeah, I'm thinking he doesn't really remember what happened very well. Is what's going on? Right. Yeah. Right. But the emperor's like, in your, it seems that in your anger you killed her, and he's like, no. <laughs> it's. So and then of, of course, at the very end. We have to see that they're already building the Death Star. Yes. And it's well, like, it took you 18 years to build the first Death Star? 18 years, looks, really? It looks like it's, you know, a good 10, 20% done in this one. It, uh, it does. I mean, it's, this it's is supposed least, to be some years later, I'm assuming. That, well, that's what you assume, but there's you don't no have any indication of that. There's no indication. Okay, the way point, the movie's yeah. set up, it's like, it could be like a week later. You know, yeah, yeah. And it's it's played that that is concurrent with Obi-Wan taking Luke to Tatooine. Yeah, because that's the last scene. Because, yeah, it shows like like um, the, yeah, it, show, it shows uh, Bale bringing his wife, the baby. And yeah. then and yeah, the oh, another thing I hate in this movie that is a, a tiny thing then bringing back Qui-Gon. But he's not in this movie. He's not. But Yoda's like, oh, and uh, also. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn has learned how to, um, you know, achieve immortality through the force. And so you need to, you know, he's going to teach you how to do that so that you can do it. So we can explain why the only two force ghosts we see, except for, no, we see Anakin later. So no, that, no, just don't, don't do that. How about just don't do that? Don't explain it. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it it doesn't need to be there. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't need it, especially if you don't have a payoff. Because I, I read that they were going to film a scene with Liam Neeson, but it didn't work out. So why have it in there in any way other than to explain that? Because it makes it seem like, oh, the next scene you're going to see like Obi Wan, you're going to see Qui Gon for like ten seconds, and he's going to be yeah. like, "Let me tell you how to be a ghost," but it's not. And, and it's just pointless. It's like, yeah. did did they think that we really have all been wondering? Have we all been sitting around wondering why is it that the only Force ghosts that Luke sees are Obi Wan, yeah. Yoda, and Anakin? I mean, the way that. Kid Mike assumed it is these are also the or the only Jedi alive, but even at the same point, these are the only Jedi that have any meaning in his life. He don't know who the fuck yeah. Mace Windu is. They're the only yeah. ones he knows. They're only <laughs> Not ones the fact that Mace Windu didn't exist at this point, but still, like right. he doesn't know the other Jedi. He knows these Jedi. I mean, it makes sense. I never that, the, yeah. yeah, 
I always got the sense that like it was if something you happened if you're a Jedi and you have the space wizard powers, you could become a ghost. And it wasn't like I didn't think it was a lost art or whatever. You know, right. only Qui-Gon was the first guy to do it or something. Like I never thought that. Like no. I just assumed and, it's and, what you did when you died. Yeah. Yeah. I, I assumed that you had to be very powerful to do it. Yeah. Right? I assume that. But yeah. another thing is as a kid watching these movies and uh, watching Star Wars, I never assumed that there were like hundreds of Jedi. Yeah, Surprise! Well, yeah, we're not ever given any reason to think that Obi Wan Kenobi says for a thousand generations the Jedi were the guardians of peace in the galaxy, peace and justice in the galaxy. That's all yeah. he says. That could indicate that there's hundreds of Jedi. It could indicate that there's like five yeah. at a time, right? They could be like the Justice League. Yeah, there are less and, of them. And, like you don't I mean you don't think there's like there's like what thousands of them? I think when we you know at this point. I, I don't know if there are. Uh, that's the thing is the movies never really make it clear on Geonosis. We see about 30. Yeah. Um, but then the temple be. is really big. Yeah. So it seems like there must be a whole bunch. The number I seem to remember is 2000. That doesn't come from the movies, obviously, but I feel like. Yeah. So whatever source material says there are 2000. 2000 makes sense. I mean, because, I mean, they've killed so many of them in other content. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's well, just yeah. the thing about it is, is in. And we talked about this before when we talked about the other movies and A New Hope. People talk about the Jedi the way we talk about Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. Or and unicorns and shit. Like mm-hmm. they don't even remember that they existed. And it's 18 years after this movie. Not yeah, even 18, that's... right? Luke's supposed to be like 16. Well, oh, maybe he's supposed to be 18. So it was literally what happened. If something happened in 2005, we're like, oh, you re- do you remember when, uh, you know, Janet Jackson showed her breast on TV. That's a mystical thing or whatever, you know, it's that's like, the equivalent. Janet Jackson. That's the name I haven't heard in quite right. some time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, that can be true. Yeah. It can be yeah, true, but I mean, it's a little different than. Yeah. If Janet Jackson were like the, basically the assistant to the president or whatever it was, you know? Yeah. What, like the Jedi are. I mean, we oh, talked about right. it earlier, but yeah, it does. It does kind of make the world smaller. It's more, less mystical than. The original movie is made out to be. But that's a problem with all three movies. And, you yeah. know, you know, we're at the end here. You know, Natalie Portman die or Padme dies because she lost the will to live. Like, uh, yeah, she dies of a broken heart. Right. OK, well, thanks. I hate this. <laughs> Why not say she's dying yeah. because and, and we're not, you know, we're not able to save her, but we can save the babies. How about say right. she's dead? How about say she died, but we can save the babies? Right. They wanted to give her one more scene, I think, of where she acknowledges the children. Leia claims that she can remember remember her. Right. So she has to see her alive for like a second, I guess. Right. I mean, it's just could have been different. I don't know. It, it's a part that I, really like, couldn't have been like she just sustained too much inner injuries from being choked or like anything like or she just died during childbirth because she was going to like, I guess then it would it would have been too much of the theory that. He, you know, Anakin was right. She was going to die. Like she just died during childbirth, just because like her body just couldn't handle it. Which still would have been better than like I they, just really don't like this. Like, it they really to let bothers Anakin me. Off the hook. They wanted to let Anakin off the hook, I think, because yeah. like he didn't do anything physical to her, and she would have survived had she not had her heart broken. I think is what they wanted to do. But yeah, they could have just said her in- injuries are too severe or something. You know? Or someone else yeah. kills her, or she gets yeah. shot by a clone trooper. Or any number of things could have happened. I mean, I really think just that Anakin killed her and Obi-Wan takes her back on board the ship and the doctor's like, we can't do anything for her, but the babies are, I think we can right. save the babies. It's yeah, cause they say, oh, we're going to operate. I'm like, okay, they're going to do a C-section and you just look like they just give birth. Cause like that robot even has like a little like 
spoon paddles like things. You know, I'm like, this is just weird. <laughs> you guys do not have your words right here. Yeah. I don't like that she doesn't say anything about that. She doesn't say, like, take care of the children or something like that. She just says, there is good in him. Like, her last word has to be Anakin. Yeah, though I will say I do like the idea of her saying there's good in him because that's what Luke says to Obi-Wan right. also. Yeah, I guess you're right. Okay. But no, I, I agree with you, Peter. Like, I mean, I agree with both of you. Actually. I like the fact that it's there, but there should have been something about the kids too, not just there's good in him, <laughs> you know, and then she dies. <laughs> there's good in him, but protect the children or something. I don't know. Something, something a little bit easier or a little yeah. bit more motherly than that. Yeah, I mean, I really think just don't give her a line there. I mean... We've already barely let her be a character in the movie. Yeah. And that bothers me so much. Well, I'm also, I'm a Natalie Portman stand at this point. Like, that's been <laughs> clear on this podcast. I mean, I just yeah. don't like seeing her not get her due because she is such a great actress. And I just give her nothing in this. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. You ever seen V for Vendetta? That's the one that I always think of. Like, that's some fucking acting right there. That came out the same year as this movie. Yeah. Oh, my oh, wow. God. Yeah, sure did. I yeah. didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't put two and two together, but. Okay, that's that's bad because like that movie, like she fucking acts, and in this, yeah, I mean that just shows you it's not her, it ain't her at all. Material, it's the material. Yeah, I got one final thing to say uh, because now we're wrapping up. Is that I do not like that they wipe C3PO's memory. I think that's really (laughs) dumb. But but it's the only way that anything does in the original trilogy makes any sense. What would be way better? Yeah, I got a way easier solution. Right. Don't have fucking C-3PO and R2-D2 be in this movie. Yeah, exactly. There's no reason for them to be in any of these movies. There was no reason except toys and member berries. Maybe like, oh, there's a character you like. It's the same thing with Chewbacca. There is C-3PO and R2-D2 do not need to have had anything in it to do with the prequels. You could have had them manufactured after the prequels take place. could have had right. some different – if you want to give us some droids, give us a new set of droids. Right? It would be like if – I was about to say if it would be like if they're in the sequel movies instead of BB-8, but they are. <laughs> so, fine. But, I know, you know, at least the sequels give us BB-8, right? And the solo gives us that, whatever, the droid that wants emancipation. I, and and uh, uh, Rogue One Rogue One gives us K2SO. Like, you can have, like, a fun droid sidekick with, you know, comic relief that isn't these two characters. There's zero reason for, these char- for R2-D2 or C-3PO to be in these movies, and it just introduces plot holes. I, I just I disagree for a little bit. I think it was always I like the idea that George Lucas had for those characters being the only ones in all nine movies, which is the original plan. And that the ninth movie, you'd see that it was being told by R2-D2 or something. Oh, yeah. So I don't mind the fact they're in it. I think George Lucas just made it very stupid by having C-3PO created by Anakin, which makes it all which makes it have to wipe his memory, you know? Yeah. And, and the thing is, is it's like. It just makes things, I, I agree, it is, like, thematically, it's a cool idea yeah. to have them, you know, the, to be, like, the, the the two characters that are constant throughout the whole series. Yeah. I, I get that, but it's just, they, you know, and, it, and you know, Darth Vader is at no point like, hey, I know those droids. Right. I mean. No, or, or, or <laughs> you yeah. know, Obi-Wan's like, I don't remember ever owning a droid. It's like, you don't remember? <laughs> you don't remember? The, I mean, yeah, you didn't own him, but you don't remember hanging out with these two droids. You'd hang out with them a lot. You 15 years. Right. They were in a war with you. You don't remember that? That was in 2005, man. You don't remember that? (laughs) That was 18 years ago. Yeah. That's, that's, that would be insane. Like it would be crazy. It would be like, if you had a friend for your entire childhood 
Right. And then you didn't see them for 15 years, and you're like, oh, I don't have any idea who the fuck that is. Peter, like, who, my, who are you again? That's a name I've not heard in a long time. <laughs> Mike Alberton. Doesn't ring a bell. Nope. Yeah. Don't nope. remember anything about it. Yeah, uh, I, so, I think it's for for one thing, and the whole. I just don't like that it implies too that they're involved with Captain Antilles for 20 years. They're on that ship for 20 years. Come on, they had other adventures there. Come on. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I didn't think about that either. That's what it's setting up. It's setting like, well, they stay on this ship for 20 years. Come on. Well, just the fact that they're on the Tantive Five at the end of this movie is like, I mean, you know, there's like 18 years in between these movies. Like, you right. you don't have to have be on the same ship. Right. No. Yeah, it's, I guess it's fine. I mean, I guess I could buy that. You know, it's a it's a nice ship. You keep it around. Yeah. No need. Yeah, to but upgrade. like, you don't need to even name drop the guy. Just put him on a ship. Right. Yeah. It's 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 too much fan service that they that fans don't even want. I think I don't think anyone was wanting to know about that stuff. So Captain until is that the guy who gets choked in the fir- in episode yeah, four. It is. Okay. Yeah, and he looks the same age in this. It's a different <laughs> actor, of course, but he looks. Doesn't his age a bit? It's just and, and just he, is he related to Wedge? Is he like Wedge's dad or something? I don't. I think it's like a name like Johnson or something. From what uh, I remember hearing, it's it's a common name on Corellia or something. Oh, okay, okay, or whatever. Oh, speaking of Corellian, um, they uh, they do briefly show the Millennium Falcon. Though it's not, they show a YT freighter. Yeah, my son pointed out. We paused it when yeah. they first arrive on Coruscant after the battle in the beginning when they're like first like when uh when Padme first arrives when she showed when do, she and Anakin first meet up you can see a YT freighter that looks exactly like the Millennium Falcon landing okay. yeah yeah That's I remember cool. hearing that too little I never noticed that. I mentioned because it's a Corellian YT freighter is why it made me think of it makes sense oh and I do want to mention like the terrible CGI for Grand Moff Tarkin for like the split second you see him for no reason was it even CGI? Yeah, I think I it's a makeup. I think it's. Makeup. I think it's makeup. I think oh, it's, it's a makeup. makeup. Yeah, I think you can find the image of that actor wearing like. Yeah, if you it look just, online. Yeah, I it mean, didn't look it like CGI. It didn't there, look like CGI to me. It just didn't look like it didn't look enough like Tarkin. Well, plus, well, I mean, yeah, he's not good. He's supposed to be eighteen years younger, so eighteen years uglier, and he's dead. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of bothered me. I'm like, this actor's not like you don't need this. Like, just skip it. Yeah, it's it's just another callback that they don't need. Yeah, yeah, a lot of callbacks. It's it's right up there with C three. I mean, with uh, Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah. Don't need but it's it. worse. <laughs> in my opinion. So I, I've been shitty on the movie. I'd say though, I watched it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it <laughs> at the very. I end. actually watched it, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? This isn't bad. I'm enjoying this. I like this better than than the other two prequels. I like it better than Rise of Skywalker." Definitely better than Rise of Skywalker. Oh, I can't um, wait till we till I watch in December. We're gonna wa- I'm gonna watch Rise of Skywalker for the first time in theaters. I'm a, I'm not excited for this. I I honestly uh, honestly I'm like I'm not a big Last Jedi. I I'm I'm like of two minds on the Last Jedi. I defend it a lot for being different, but then I think it's a bad movie. I just appreciate it for trying. You know, um, right. I I don't know. I this is I th- I don't know if this is worse. I don't know. Maybe it is. It's hard Let's to go say. to shelf stacker boxes. We're already pretty much. <laughs> we'll there. talk about that in a couple months. <laughs> yes, um, uh, Carrie, you go first. A box. Uh, I mean, uh, I this is. I'm a huge Star Wars fan, and this is like the third time I've seen this movie since 2005. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't anticipate watching it again. You can remember 18 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> and what, what about you, Peter? Uh, keep it. Keep it in the stack. 
you know, if you like Star Wars, you can refer to it every now and again. Like I do. I I watch this film, you know, every decade is, is fine. But it's not one I, you know, go to when I need to have fun. I feel like the original trilogy for me is when I when I need something to, to make me feel good. I'll put that on. This movie, I don't really feel good after watching it. You have fun, but kind of leaves you on a dour note. So, OK, I'll, I'll go last. I, I'm going to put this in the box. I'm completely agree with you. I, you know what your last point was like? That's I think that's my biggest issue with this movie is it leaves me unhappy. Yes, it has to because it has to you know, link to what, you know, how episode four is. And I, I have an issue with movies that don't end happily. And it's a me problem. Not the, I mean, <laughs> not the movie's problems. So I just want to put that out there. Again. <laughs> I don't like movies that don't have happy endings. I've noticed. Like, I don't like, I need stuff with an ending happy. And, but yeah, so going to box, but I, I mean, I still enjoyed it. Like this, you know, I just really hate the way Anakin goes because I just hate it. It just bothers me. Yeah, no, I, 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 I enjoyed that. it. And, and I would definitely watch it before I would watch attack of the clones. Yeah, I think so. But but the thing is, is like with Phantom Menace, I'll put on Phantom Menace just to watch, you know, the pod, you know, pod race or just to watch the fight scene with Darth Maul. Right. There's nothing in this movie that I have any desire to go watch again, even if I think this is a better movie than Phantom Menace overall. I still well, if you want like, to watch what, that. What am I going to rewatch in this? Exactly. It's online. Watch on YouTube eight minutes of it. And it's a whole lot better to watch it all in one consecutive thing than having it broken up. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think that's everything for this. And the next Star Wars thing we're going to cover, which will be next month, you guys get to choose. Do you guys want to do Solo or Rogue One next? Either one of those. If we're going chronological, then it would be Solo next, right? I say go with Solo. Okay. Yeah. I'm good with that because I want to see Solo. So you, so stay tuned. You will get Solo in well, actually June because you're gonna, when you hear this, which I didn't say at the top of the episode, it's going to be there. If you hear this when the first drop, May 4th or May 5th, this is going to drop. Well, May 4th night is going to drop. So I purposely have waited over nine months to do that. <laughs> so, or maybe even a year. I think last year I had the idea, oh, wouldn't that be cool? And that's why I purposely waited for us to do January. So we could do Phantom Menace January, February Attack of Clones. Then we had the Clone Wars Tarkowski in May or no, April. Then in you know, yeah, March, I had the Clone Wars CGI film. Then I had Tarkowski Clone Wars. Then I had this, all my plan just so I could do this and drop this on May the 4th, May the 5th. <laughs> Yeah, we've also we also got a plan on Mandalorian season three because that just finished. Yeah, that will be you guys will hear that, too. And Bad Bad season two is coming, too. So yeah. I don't know. Those might all drop in like June or May. It depends. Mandal's going to drop since we get it done, to be honest. Those listening. So because I need to get that out there. Yeah. Two of my so fresh in your mind. I, I just finished it yesterday. So I'm going to watch it again. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to rewatch it, too. Probably it's it's good. Peter, have you are you caught up with Mando? Are you watching Mando? Yeah, I did finish the final episode okay. recently. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't talk, I won't pull it here, but yeah, no, it's, yeah, so that's what's coming for you guys that enjoy our Star Wars episode. You can hear all those. And Peter, where can people find you at? Uh, I'm on Twitter at PeterBP, and from there or from Amazon.com, you can find my book, The Fifth Civilization, that's the first of a trilogy. And if you like Star Wars, I think you'll like The Fifth Civilization as well. Yeah, hey, fifth, I can say the dialogue is, is awesome. Way better than what I just got done watching. The dialogue oh, yeah. is way better. Yeah, you're way better. You're way better at dialogue than uh, George Lucas. That's for sure. Oh, what a compliment! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can say now because I've read 200 pages of your 350 page book. It's very good. So go out there and I, buy it. I, say, I like Matteo a lot. Is that is that his name? Oh yes, yes. Matteo is the sidekick of the main character. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I, I like I like him a lot. I I don't know I. I, I kind of picture Wong from the MCU a little bit. 
but more gruff, gruffer in, in Japanese instead of Chinese. But still, I, I, I just I, I kind of get I kind of had that in my head with him. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And whenever I, I, I think like, of that, like the, the lizard alien race, I just see Krogan's from Mass Effect in my head now because I don't know how else to portray them. So <laughs> I don't you know, I don't know that. I don't know the um, analogy, but I'm going to look them up for sure. Okay. I don't know Mass Effect, but I will. I don't think it's right because I don't know if Krogan's have much tails, and I know you're. But you're talking about the Kangas. The Kangas, are you? Yeah, those are marsupials, different than those. Yeah, the Kangas are like kangaroos. I picture uh, (laughs) the uh, what is the the movie with the kung fu kangaroos? (laughs) Oh. uh, No, I don't really. I just. (laughs) Not Kangaroo Jack. Hopefully, Heroes of Virtue. Oh, oh, Warriors of Virtue. Warriors, Warriors of Virtue. I don't, oh, I don't man, actually. That's a, no, that's a movie I haven't thought of in a long time. No, it's a, it's a iced tea from Tank. Iced tea from Tank Girl. That's. Oh God, we're <laughs> we're going far back in the nineties now. <laughs> I'm sorry, if we can remember the eighteen years past. Like, wow. <laughs> I know it's a mystery. And Carrie, where can people find you at? Hey, I'm on Twitch, Carusetta, K-E-R-O-O-S-E-T-A. I'm also on YouTube. At the same, trying to build up my YouTube channel now a little bit more. Uh, you can watch me play video games, mostly Dark Souls stuff. Very soon, like before you see that, before this episode even drops, you'll probably see me on there playing Jedi Survivor, which I am oh, yeah, extremely excited about. And as of this recording, drops in about 18 hours. So, or no, about 36 hours. So, very excited for that. I'll be streaming that on Twitch. I also occasionally repair and modify video game consoles, though mostly just repair, just playing video games lately. But. I really miss caring about new games coming out. That, that's long gone. Man, so much stuff right now. So much. <sighs> we got Jedi Survivor on the 28th and Tears of the Kingdom on May 12th. It's, it's too much. Man, I'm, and then I, and I'm then getting excited got, to play I'm, I'm, Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> I'm also playing Red Dead Redemption because somebody wants me to play it for a podcast. Oh, I can't wait for that three-hour episode. <laughs> As we get drunk. But Oh, yeah. We'll be drinking some, some, some Lone Star... Gonna some, try some Ziegenbach. I gotta try to see if I can find a Texas beer in Minnesota, so we'll see how that goes. But if you enjoyed this episode, we have tons of other Star Wars episodes. You can find we've done the, pre- the now we've done the whole prequel. So if you want to hear more prequel stuff, you can find that. We did the original trilogy. There's tons of episodes on the podcast. You can find everything on our Podbean website. You go to the search bar, type in Star Wars, you will get all our Star Wars content. Or just type in anything. Type in Daredevil. Type in Batman. Type in <laughs> Mystical Ninja. Guess what? You'll find an episode. So go do that. We'll give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Fury. You can follow her on TikTok. If you want to support the show, we do a Patreon for a little dollar. You can vote in our Patreon polls. We usually have one poll a month. Uh, the current poll for this month is just movies science sequels mike has never seen so that's going to be the poll so you'll see go vote for a dollar you see a link in the show notes and when you shop to my buddy bill tucker do the mcu movies with me you can he started his own podcast the gamer looks at 40 definitely go check him out if you want to chat with us we have a discord you'll see a link in the show notes and please follow us on facebook instagram twitter and on youtube audio only but we are on youtube i think that's everything i need to say so we will see you guys all next time bye everybody no. another happy landing 